0: On this week's episode of Friend Code, we're going to be talking about the new Animal Crossing summer update number one, how we feel about E3 being replaced by a bunch of spread out announcements, and without any big news from Nintendo lately, what does the company have in store for us for the rest of 2020 and beyond? Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week, I'm joined by Sophia Harris. Hello. And Jessica Linverdi. That Hi. person. For those of you who are listening, Jessica was pointing at themselves. So oh, that's there right. That's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I forget about the companion uh, podcast version.
0: Yeah, uh, that, that is a uh, that is a leftover effect from Kyle Bossman, always pointing out that type of stuff. Um, that imaginary that's person.
1: It's important because uh, those people are just as valuable. But I'm so I'm so vain that I'm like looking at myself. That's why Zoom has been really hard for oh. me. Because, like, I look at myself the whole time being so pretty, and and I do visual jokes, obviously. So I forget I forget about the podcasters. So I apologize.
0: I, I'm so terrible. I like just like shaved yesterday for like the first time in forever. Because you know, the whole like guy beard thing, it's like, hey, it's cool to have a beard during the pandemic and have all this (laughs) facial hair because it shows you're like be like roughing it out. And I'm like, This looks stupid. I hate this. Uh so I was like, I'm just Yeah, no.
2: Yeah, no, I went without washing my hair for weeks and I was like there came a point where I just looked in the mirror and I was like, No, it's gone too far. It was fun the first week of being like, I don't care, no makeup, just no. my hair is greasy as hell, it's all fine, and then I was like, nah, it's time to look nice for no one,
1: <laughs> I, I guess. I, I heard, or I've read a, a couple articles that there is like a, a world where you can never wash your hair again, and that's, it's a good thing, like your hair is supposed to naturally clean itself, but the time it takes to get to that point is like grimy,
2: Oh god, it grimy, and I got like breakouts. My skin had been clear all this time, and I was like, "This isn't worth it." No, it's nice to be yeah. lazy and like not care, and like I'm so grateful. My entire closet is just like oversized gaming shirts and band T-shirts, and it's just like okay, I'm just gonna be cozy all day. But yeah, now there, there came it, a point. there's
1: something to be said though for the fact that this is such a unique time for however long it lasts. It, w- yeah. if we're lucky this will never happen again like you know i don't know if you guys mm-hmm. seen the net anyway i'm sure we have a bunch of stuff to talk about but the no. uh, uh pandemic in- explained and people knew we-, we were susceptible to a nationwide or, you know i'm a con- a, sorry worldwide pandemic and we were uh, not prepared and just because we tackle this one doesn't mean like we're going to wait another six years until the next coronavirus shows up it's it- just not how the world works so hopefully it, this doesn't happen to the same extent but it is it, it there is some uniqueness about this like you can not wash your hair for six weeks yeah and
2: that's cool <laughs> just stay inside and wear a mask like for real for real please i yeah. urge you i beg you just yeah that's our that's our public service yeah. announcement wear a mask all
0: right let's go it's a very sound advice uh yeah you should take it seriously please and i'm not laughing at that uh in terms of game news yes since we want to talk maybe about some nintendo stuff uh has been a little bit dry lately i'll be honest there hasn't been a lot of big nintendo news there is expectations always rumors out there about what nintendo's gonna be doing uh, there's always a direct coming every week. That's how it works in this, in this community. But uh, we, did get, we did get an update recently to one of their games. Animal Crossing New Horizons had uh, another seasonal update. The, the summer update part one or the summer update one um, came out and it brought with it uh, a new gameplay mechanic. Uh, we can go out into the ocean in our swimsuits uh you gotta have the swimsuit on first that's like the first process of the of doing this is you go get your suit you either buy it for nook miles or you go to the twin shop you can get it away they sent you a nice uh set up pair of goggles in the mail that you can put on as well and you go off into the ocean and snorkel and go diving and swim out there i was very curious before i turn it over to you to you how you felt about it I was very curious how they were gonna like implement like the boundary, like where's the invisible wall, and then seeing how they did it, I was like, oh, there's is a giant net around the island. Okay, sure, I love it. interesting. But yeah, uh, how are you enjoying uh, this new uh, update so far?
1: Well, I think oh, I was- just really quick, that's really interesting that that whole net was there because it and it still like gives vibes of like these people are stuck on this island and not allowed to go <laughs> yeah. like, anywhere. It's like no bitch. You think it's you like. <laughs> Tom Nook, Nook
0: evil shenanigans.
1: Cornered. It's really scary a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's like a sense of dread as I approached it. I was like, wait. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, this doesn't make me feel good, but okay. Uh, this makes me want to swim back now, but sure, this is, uh, this is the way they're handling it. I- interesting. Um, and I think I wonder if that be exists a little reason.
1: on all beaches. Like, doesn't California have like a, you can't see that they're nets, but You know, when you look out on the surf, if you're in Zuma or Malibu, there are buoy. You know, like you know, whatever white floaty things, and that is holding a net. So those things are think like to like they exist in our world. You just don't see them so clearly because we don't have clear blue water.
0: Are those?
2: Sorry. I was just gonna ask
0: the the purpose of those. Are they just to keep out like sharks or like? certain species of like underwater aquatic life from getting too close to the shore or i certainly don't want to make
1: an assumption because i was told that it was to keep out sharks but that was probably to make me more comfortable in the water okay um but they do yeah or maybe i'm wrong maybe they aren't nuts this is again this is all shit that my dad could have told me just to make me feel more comfy so now i'm gonna do this research while you share your opinions with you.
2: I mean, I, I like the fact that there are nets, because a thing that I don't like about games is when you just hit an invisible wall, and it's just like, I, I can see it. It's right there. Like I, I'm way, way more comfortable with having a visible net. Uh, and yeah, yes, in a hole run, swimming changed so much, because I've caught most fish. I haven't time traveled. I have to put that out. I have not time traveled. I'm still lacking stuff. But like for the month, I'm a grinder. Once the update comes out, full force. But I still have fun diving. I still have fun finding pearls, uh, and I don't know. It's been really fun. I thought when June, when June came with the wedding update, it was kind of like this is very cute. It's taking a little while to, you know, get all the items. Once I cracked like how to do it quick, which is just like spam items in the room and take whatever picture, it was like, okay, it's easier now. But I was still kind of like, you know, having played as much as I have uh as june progressed i'm like oh am i starting to just have nothing to do like will there be anything for me to do in july like please give me something new and i really do think that swimming made it a lot better because it's added to like my daily routine right like i have i'm beyond the daily routine of like getting fruit and chopping wood like i'm past that now but now it's like i'm gonna swim for pearls and swim for sea creatures
1: i have a question though isn't mm -hmm. the swimming slow i felt like the swimming is just a little slow like, um, that's my opinion.
2: I think. I mean, yes and no. I think if it made it faster, it would kind of not weigh the, the charm. Good. Yeah, well, not just charm, but like compared to how fast you run, it would be weird if you were like a really good swimmer and then just like a jogger. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I want to. I want to swim as
1: about as fast as I can ru- run. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess that's yeah. what I was. There was something charming. There is something charming, but like she is hoofing it, like she's she's swimming. It's very cute, but I I, I got it got tedious. I guess
2: I would say. Yeah, that's the fair point. I do think also when I like, I usually jump in when I see the bubbles. I don't just go for a swim into the beyond. Fair fair, point. But also, yeah, a thing that I've been thinking about is I wish there was swimming music.
0: I wish mm, there was like a theme when
2: you jumped in where it'd be like, ooh, like I. I know people hate them. I love underwater themes for underwater levels. Like even if those levels are always the worst in games, the music is so good and just delightful and like just little bells and squibbles. Like I wish that was a thing that happened. Um, But I mean, yeah, it's been fun. It's been, I, I, while it was annoying, I could appreciate the fact that um, Pascal doesn't arrive necessarily with every first scallop you catch. Like, there was a day where I had to find three in order for him to pop up. And while it was annoying, I was also like, it's nice that it's not like I just have to do that and then I'm done. Like, just, like, very predictable. He's going to come. No worries. Uh, and so it, it has given me more gameplay, which is, you know, what you want at this point. And, and not in just the shape of furniture, even though furniture is always nice. Uh, do you wish that the mermaid furniture was customizable? Not going to lie. It's kind of sad that they're just pearly but like yeah it was nice to have something new besides you know uh just a tournament and then just you know if pascal had just had like outfits and stuff i'd be kind of bummed because it's like yeah like the wedding stuff couldn't there have been something could we have made a ceremony or like you know actually done things but you know at least you know it's free furniture furniture is cool but i'm glad that pascal kind of brought with it like okay you have to you know move around and do stuff i guess
0: I will say I do agree with you to an extent, Jess, about the swimming. It, it, it's it's a video game. I think convenience trumps realism in a in a game like this, which is clearly not trying to be reality. No. Uh, it's escapism, and I, I do think increasing the swim speed just a little bit on the on the surface level would be nice. Um, there were points I felt a little bit slow. I get when you dive under, they need it to be slower. So there's like that little moment of tension. Will I actually get the shadow? Will I run out of breath, and it will force me back up real quick? And it's like. Uh, that that's a nice little touch there, but just swimming above water, it's like either you hold A, you get a tap A. It's uh, uh, again, there's so many quality of life updates I'd like to see in this game. That would be one of them I'd like to maybe see them implement in the future for sure.
1: Well, and you think about like the gamer in us that's trained, right? When you you're exactly right. Are you tapping A the whole time? And it's very rare you just hold the button when you're swimming, which was weird, right? Like you're just your whole, and then you're going the same speed which I feel like you should be accelerating if you're holding the butt. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Which is just so silly. But then you talk about how like, uh, something I, l- I love talking about is like, if you didn't play games your whole life and now you're jumping into something like Animal Crossing, this doesn't matter to you, you know?
0: Yeah. And uh,
1: there are a lot more people who've never played video games really that are playing this game and aren't challenged by the fact that they d- didn't get trained in the same way we did, you know? Oh, so I, I have be- the answer shark net it is a shark net okay a shark Ah. net is some is a i don't know if it's what it is in uh animal crossing because it can't be because you can still catch sharks uh the shark net. is a submerged net placed around beaches to reduce shark attacks on swimmers thank you so i was right Yeah. (laughs) good job
0: good stuff
1: yeah, no, I, no correction
0: I, next week, actually. But I, do love, I
1: do love that we all tested the boundaries first. Like, that was like the first thing you guys just like, how far can I go? Yeah. How, far,
2: how far am I yeah, going to no, go? That was the first thing. And it was kind of horrifying. I was scared for half a second. I'm like, oh my god. Because because it's kind of like, oh, I have to swim all the way back. What if something happens? So I'm I don't gonna, know. I had a weird thing. I'm going to say an
1: unpopular opinion, but people who watch my streams know I, I don't really love Animal Crossing. I <gasps> I know. I know. I don't hate it. I I think it's super charming. I actually liked it like it more than I thought. I I literally built my island. I know, girl, I can't help it. I built I built my island. Never went back. And then when I came back, I had to like kill cockroaches. That it had been that long. My hair was a mess. I had to kill cockroaches. But then I was like in because like the joy is like bringing your friends in. But I was so focused on building my world in Minecraft that I don't want to spend time doing anything else.
0: Yeah, that's a I that's mean, a really good point, actually uh investment in other games and trying to get heavily invested in another game it's basically a time sink Mm -hmm. that's a hard thing to do i i definitely empathize with that as someone who like plays uh get another game or two way more than this this did take up a lot of my time at first but i fell off the, the the story that's been told time and time again with this game is the whole turnip exchange once i achieved my goal so quickly through that after a few weeks and got enough bells I had everything I thought I needed and I was just like I'm kind of I don't really want to spend more time in this game because I have other games I want to play and I feel more invested in those worlds um, than this and so I I do feel a little bit of that as well.
1: Yeah and I think that like I'm a completionist so if I really got all in I would want all the sets and stuff which actually was how Pocket Camp got me. I was in Mm. on Pocket Camp for a long time because you knew what sets you were building and what, what things you could get or working towards. And this one, it's kind of like, you don't know what the sets are. You don't know what you're missing I, and yeah. until you've gotten everything, which is okay. Cause I think it would create even more anxiety and even more trades, you know, but you're right. Yeah. Like that's why it's a good game for one reason. And the challenge in the same reason you go on, you do your work and you get off. Or if you have your friends, you, they come to your Island, they sell their turnips. That's cool. So that is nice. You can only spend an hour, and you did it, and you t- You can go do other things. But sometimes that hour is precious towards your other games, you know?
2: Yeah, it's it's funny because it's a game where, on the one hand, sometimes I wish there was more things to, like, physically do. Like, especially when people come over to my island or vice versa. Like, I wish there was something we could do other than, like, we've done fish tournaments, that was really fun. Or, like, the bug tournaments, to be together with people and, like, work together. But there, I wish there was still things that we did together uh but at the same time too it's like I do I do like the fact that it is a game that it can be a really um it can take up a lot of your time but it can also you can also choose to just have it be like like there have been days where it's just like a 10 minute thing in my morning totally where I wake where I wake up and I'm like I'm gonna check the shops and then I'm gonna find my you know bottle on the beach and then maybe some stars and talk to my neighbors and then that's then and I kind of like that and you know it's it's funny for me because this is my first Animal Crossing ever. Like ever. And I thought I would hate it. So the first, I was so screwed the first few weeks. I got three toilets. That was the only furniture I got. And it, was, it was a disaster. I had a house with three toilets and like a camo bed. I was like, this, I hate oh. this game. I, it was bad. It was so bad. And I was just, just did not care about design. I was just like, screw everything. But then it's like, I got this awesome group of people and we came together and we're trading and we're traveling to each other. That changed everything. Because now it's like, oh, my friend is in the Southern Hemisphere. I'm going to go there and catch stuff I could never catch here. That like opens up a new thing again. And I mean, I hope they continue to do like they did now, which is release these kind of random updates that, you know, you can't time travel to. Otherwise it will be a very, you know, you will complete it fairly quick. And and I mean, it's like, I'm going to admit, like I've, traded with people on Nookazon for items that like I could never get. Like I have like stuff You're doing the it's... black market shit, girl. Oh yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't, you, even don't tra- art. you don't time travel, but you're black marketing. So. <laughs> I, I am. I am in the in the certain item section where it's like <laughs> that that Zodiac thing looks pretty cool. I don't care about the art. So let's uh, let's do a thing together and although most of my trades have been for things that are in the game right now. And and, but it is weird though, like you said, it's like I, I know a lot of the sets because I look them up. Like I go and I see all the different colors and, and stuff like that. For me, oh, I, I feel like that was yeah. So I use like the I don't remember the name of it, it's like a wish list thing where you can make like a wish list and then nook is on for like people selling. I use that sometimes just to look and be like, oh, I didn't know the item was a thing. I want to see what you know what that is about. Yeah, but it is a weird thing that you do that. And I do feel like a lot of the time my shop has stuff that I've seen like a hundred times. I'm just like, why is this here again in the same color? Uh, but yeah, it's 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 just, it's a game. I didn't think I would spend as much time as I have. I have definitely clocked past 500 hours at this point. Uh, and but here, but I have done like I think it's the inner Sims builder in me because I have refurbished my island a hundred times.
1: Have you? I'm, I've wow. built
2: something and I'm like, tear it to the ground, build it up again. I have completely huh. like, so that's, I'm kind of playing it like a Sims player. Okay. Where it's like, I'm just gonna, I move, I've moved my houses, all the houses I think I've moved. Every like, se- several places. I'm never, I'm never satisfied. I'm just like, and now I'm like starting to be. But I'm still like, this doesn't fit here. I'm gonna put this here. Wow. And so, I think that's like, yeah, the difference in players, which I think is good about this game is that you can play it in different ways, right? Whereas like some people, it's a nice daily routine. It's a coffee break and trying to forget this horrible situation our world is in, which has been, at least for me personally, very lovely to just forget about everything and just completely log off and just sit in my own little comfortable world. Uh, but also, yeah, you could sit like me also for like six hours a day and just just hammering through
1: oh girl that's and that's nice okay
2: too
1: well damiani i'm sure you've talked about it on on this show before uh i know people that were excited uh, for this game before the pandemic but i we have to give the credit to the pandemic for actually just making this game have better longevity people actually yeah. playing it
0: I, We, it, we, the, we definitely in that escapism
1: this. way oh, yeah. as you mentioned
0: oh yeah this is uh it definitely benefited from this timing I mean it, it definitely is making people more interested in this game as you said the longevity of it it's definitely helping with that uh even uh, in terms of the way uh nintendo's like sales for this game i mean it's the best-selling entry it's like another big title for nintendo bringing a lot of money but a lot of it's also come from digital sales another byproduct of the the pandemic is that people can't go buy physical copies anymore right so so much of their business is done online and they even talked about in recent investor meeting but yes, this it is the it was like kind of like the perfect storm for this game, uh, for this type of game specifically. I feel, and yeah, it's interesting to hear you, uh, Sophia. Do you talk about like the the tearing down and building up stuff? Because I started to get into. I want to have this optimal layout for where my houses are. Like, I want to push like all the houses into this direction and then like put like the commercial stuff over here. I got to that point, and then I that's where I kind of lost interest because I haven't played this game for. Until this update came out, I hadn't played this for about a, over a month. And that, that's how long been. I missed the whole wedding update, didn't get into any of that. The last thing was like the, the Earth Day stuff was the last thing I remember uh, really participating in. And I, I do think that this game is good, as you described, at play it at your own pace. I, I definitely felt like I could play it for a few minutes here or i could play it over like an hour or two on this day and that's fine but this game definitely i think has a unique way of pushing the the whole the fear of missing out aspect of it with the whole as a uh, sorry, as Jess was saying about like, you take too long, and oh, my, like, I haven't played for so long, and now, like, my hair and stuff's all messed up. I got cockroaches. Like, that's what happened to me when I started up. I was like, oh, yeah, it's gonna shame me for, like, not having played for so long. And, like, there's yeah. the realistic aspect, like, will your residents, they, like, dialogue with you? It's like, I haven't seen you for a month. What's wrong? And it's like, oh, <laughs> hey, are you gonna leave? Go are you gonna leave me? Like, what is this
2: stuff? So, they be definitely guilt you. Yeah, the friendship level is, that's what I'm most afraid of, honestly. Like, I don't want my friendship levels to go down with my villagers. I have, like, five framed photos, and I, like, I need all of them. I need to get to the top. And so I'm, like, I'm very invested. And Joey is my favorite character of all time, and I love him more than a lot of things in life. And, like, it just brings me so much joy to see his cute little duck face every morning. It's, like, so silly, but it's also, like... Like, I've talked to friends about this before, where it's like, yes, there are games that are coming out this year that I'm looking forward to, and that, you know, will probably graphically be better, maybe story-wise. But for me, like, this is my game of the year, because it not only changed the world in a very different way, like, we have talk shows in Animal Crossing, like, there are people who never played it who are playing it, right? And it's also just, I think it saved a lot of people from feeling terrible, myself included. Like, it, it was a nice escape where it wasn't an escape to, like, I'm gonna play a first person shooter. And you're still like, eh, or like if you're playing with friends on voice channel, you're still, it's still gonna come up, right? This was a literal, like, there's nobody here. It's just you catching bugs and, you know, making PETA upset with you which they were. Did you read the article PETA made about this game? I no. saw.
0: I actually did look oh over like their God. way to play this game responsibly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I read over that.
2: Oh God, that's gold. I love it. That's also a reason I love this game. PETA got mad. Wow. With little kids for catching bugs. Um,
1: oh, well, I mean, there is a part of me as a vegetarian going, I don't yeah. know that I want to catch fish, you know, because fish, it's actually, fish suffer more than anything. Like they just hey, you know what? You're not going to breathe for an hour and that's how you're going
2: to die. Like, but I mean, they're gonna they're gonna go to like blathers or you know you can think of a story of where they're selling them. Nobody's eating fish. I mean, technically, everyone's just eating fruit. But
1: the uh, I guess the fish go in aquariums, right? So yeah. that's fair.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I do too. When I catch sharks, I release them because I love sharks. Mm. But if you're an entomologist, <laughs> I just did the first
1: one. You gotta catch things, right? Can, yeah. Uh, the study of bugs, you gotta do it.
0: Yeah. You I, I i never thought like when i was reading it i was like this game doesn't like promote like overfishing or any, any like the, yeah. the 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 dangers of like going to that extreme that we, we consume uh, living beings as like a source of food and they do have like more responsible ways of like we're we're, we're studying them and we're going to do it in like a way that is to our knowledge is like the best way we can do it you know either putting them in like i mean Debates about like aquarium stuff like that, but same time you could just not give them the blathers. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna catch a fish. You don't have to do it, but then again, it's like someone. There are activities that do encourage you to do it, so I can understand the pressure angle of it. That that the game's like, hey, you should try this out. It's like "Mm, I don't really want to do that, but the game does offer so many other things. I, I I I wonder to the extent people who generally get uh have a concern with that if they feel that there's enough in the game offered that they don't have to like they didn't I have didn't a touch friend bugs. who doesn't
1: fish yeah. who, she's like it's actually yeah. like a pain in the ass for her uh Whoa. and also I'm sure you guys can like empathize or agree fishing is some of my favorite fucking things to do like yeah. I spent hours in Ocarina of Time trying to get the biggest bass H- hours and yeah but I also, PETA's very extreme, and they do some good work. But it's it seems I, I didn't know that this was a thing, but it sounds to me like using this as a jumping off point to go, hey, remember we're here and we are political. It, it, yeah, it's not, it was like Everyone's using hashtags to get their voice heard somehow or another, and yeah. animals in the name, and they found a way to write about it.
2: it yeah, fun. they. I don't remember what they were talking about. But they also went into like your villagers and stuff. And I'm like, okay, we're Which, gonna
1: again, unpopular opinion. I actually don't think the villagers are all that cute. Isabel's the <gasps> only cute one <laughs> and I, I,
2: that I've met so far.
0: <laughs> so I have never been a big fan of the Animal Crossing's character designs. I'll be honest. I'm not a... I uh, wasn't
2: either. I came into this. I told Ian. I remember I was like, I hate the design. They all look dumb. They're just not cute at all. And then I met Joey and he changed my life. I have life. to look up Joey. I don't have Joey. Hold on. I'll put it on my background. Let me uh, look I up Joey. I just feel... Oh my god! I
0: just don't feel they ever have made a, a cat character look appealing to me in this game. It just they somehow bungled a cat character designs, and I'm just like, really? That seems like one of the easiest things to do, and you made it very unappealing to someone who really loves cats. I'm like, mm, nope. Mike, I'm this same way. I, like, <laughs> I have
1: three cats. There's two right next to me, <laughs> and there's not there's not been a cute cat yet. And also, all the jocks look weird dude they just look oh he's
2: cute oh okay he's, and he wears-
0: he's like a baby like
2: he wears a little like, diaper or whatever I don't know who that person is Let's somebody Let's just- that's a somebody. cute little angel <laughs> that's an he angel baby so cute and like <laughs> I don't know and if also- you
1: ever got into the Sanrio characters past Hello Kitty Sophia they no. those were some cute fucking characters like Pachaco, Kurope like yeah they they know how to make they also did the egg yolk thing like the lazy egg yolk uh that like i would want a whole animal crossing world of
2: you know Sanrio characters those are cool. i mean the, i think i like what i like is that there are so many different types of villagers i feel whereas people's favorites are not my favorites at all sure. like at all like i do not think i yeah i'm not a cat person so Well, like, I like cats in real life, but like in in Animal Crossing, at least, cats, not my thing. Tia, the elephant, the elephants are so sweet. They're so cute. I can't, and like, yeah, and like, I like some of the ugly ones. Like, I like Boots, he's a crocodile, he's a jock. He seems boring, but you know what? He loves me, so I'm gonna love him back. It's great. It's Tia is a teapot. Yeah. But it's so cute. Exactly! There are a lot of cute ones, but you have to like, I was very lucky with mine. I have most of my originals. I let one go because she kept asking and I was like, she's a kangaroo with a kid. I don't want to kill island." Oh, she wants to, why do they want to leave? Oh, they, you haven't had anyone want to leave? Well, cause I don't play that much. Oh <laughs> girl, you're in for, a tr- oh, it's so sad. They will start saying, oh, I want to experience new life. And it's like, you just have to be a pain to them and be like, no, you're staying here. You're not allowed to explore. The world and it feels bad every time. But I'm like, no, you're not leaving me. You're like an agent of time. Look, see, that's what I'm saying. You guys are But then after but then afterwards they're nice with you. Like Joey was the first one to ask. And like my heart sank. And I was like, I gotta make sure I'm pressing no. I stood and looked at it like this is the no, and this is, and then I pressed and he was like, Oh, you're right, you're the best person in the world. This is the best <laughs> person. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know. Stockholm. Syndrome. do do ever again.
0: I've let everyone go who's asked (gasps) just because I was like, I feel bad. I'm like, they don't sound happy here. (laughs) I don't want to keep you here if you're not happy.
1: Well, it's got to be a mechanism of the game, right? Oh, yeah. I anthropomorphize way too much. Like, you know, if I hit a cat in Minecraft, I'm having a hard day. Like, that hurts my (laughs) feelings. But... Like, if they got to put it in there so you can get... How many possible villagers are there? Do we know the
2: number?
0: Like hundreds uh, at least. There's like.
2: Oh, yeah, wait. Are uh, you serious? That many? Oh, God, yes. Yeah,
0: there's quite a few. Let me
2: double <laughs> there, I think check there
0: it. is a uh, probably a wiki page 391? that
2: 391?
1: Has... I'm sorry, that's how many villagers there are? Mm-hmm.
2: That's a lot. Wow. And, like, some <laughs> of them are worth so much money. Money, I mean, Nook Mile tickets, but also people buy them for actual money. Raymond is a very hot commodity. He goes for like over hundred Mile tickets. And like, yeah, I know I'm not into animal trade. That's this where I draw the line. I the, do furniture and art only. That's uh. my black market contribution. Oh, and it comes to animals. Uh uh-uh. uh. This a is
0: mile. what I saw in the turnip exchange stuff. It's like how serious business all of this was. When I was yep. like, why do people want these vouchers for travel? It's like that's the way they get new they can force new residents and try and get the ones they want to show up and they're like really adamant about like i need I, if you want this price for my island today you need to give me five vouchers because i like they were like they'll just spam it over and over until they get the right they, they basically want to craft like the perfect island for themselves they want like the right type of villagers it, get, it gets a little like i mean i mean
2: it's it's strange yeah. to get into. i i yeah i've dealt with nook Mall ticket uh exchanges not too high ones though it's more like Hey, can I get you know that rug for five or whatever? Or like I got all the I got a bunch of the like um, arcade machines for like three or four, and that's fair. But like I yeah, I could sell like stuff I have a mile island for like a hundred nukemal tickets easy. But it's like, but that is like people use that again if they have a villager leave to look for people like Raymond because he's like the cool one. He's in, and like uh. I'm not into that. When Kit left me, which left me kind of heartbroken at first, I spent like 15. I was like, I want a cute one. I want a vibrant one. And then I found Tia, who's a teapot. And I was like, that's it. Like the people I met before, they create. oh God, there was some, no. <laughs> There were some that I met on my island. I was like, "You better not move in. I cannot stand your face. I'm so sorry." Just well, that's what I'm after saying. A lot after of them jog. aren't
1: cute. That's what I'm. Yeah. I get. So I'm. 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 heartened to know that there are some cute ones out there. We got
2: What we gotta do is we gotta have someone move from your island that you don't like. And then I'm going to give you some nookmail ticks, and we can go on like a journey and we can find you a really cute, precious one.
1: I think we should play anyway, but I definitely don't yeah. dislike my people, but I just don't care about them. See, you haven't met the right one yet. I, that, I, Raymond's super cute. You haven't cute. met your journey. Right. Raymond is the man I want to date. <laughs> so. You like Raymond? I mean, that's a cutie hipster cat it's cute yeah
2: i don't know i i, I guess that's my hot takes like mm-hmm. i don't like raymond he's not he's not my favorite i like the ones people don't like oh, like boots kitty. who's just a crocodile mm. he's just that's it he's a jock crocodile and all he talks about is sports but it's fine he's gonna he's gonna place my heart or angus is a cranky bull with a guy fieri like flame t-shirt
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: people people hate him but i'm like it's fine he will still chill here Because I I have this weird idea that's totally wrong, but like of him going to one of those islands and so many people meeting him and leaving. And I'm like, I don't want to do that to him though because nobody would want him. It's totally irrational, not how it works. But in my head, I'm like, that's going to happen and he's going to be left on those islands forever like Tom Hanks. (laughs) Just castaway style. Just that's where you are. We don't want that happening. What were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, I... uh, To bring it back to, like, the the summer update stuff. um, Uh From from my perspective of why I find it hard to stay. So we were talking about, like, the pandemic did extend the longevity of this game. But even for someone like me, these updates, this is Nintendo's way of trying to keep you coming back into this game. Because this is what this game is all about, is people need to come back for these seasonal updates, these event-type things. And of all the ones I've seen, again, I didn't get involved with the wedding one, but I did read up and watch some stuff on it. The, 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 this offshore diving and swimming stuff seems like the most comprehensive thing and most interesting thing they've yeah, done cool. since the release. Yeah. And I, this is stuff I want to see more because not only is it another activity, it's expanding the world. It's someplace you couldn't access before, so it's a new way to access the game and expanding the gameplay. This is the type of stuff that actually makes me more interested in coming back. Like their Easter event was a huge bust for me. I hated it. It was like a terrible grind. It was everything that was wrong with like the type of content updates some games do to keep you coming back. And then a lot of the stuff they did afterwards, this was like either too short uh, in terms of duration, just not intriguing enough. And as you said, I think earlier, Sophia, the the, like the activities and stuff, like when you had friends come over, you wish you had more activities. I've seen people get creative with trying to do like cool hide and seek, but it'd be nice if Nintendo supported that with, you know, more actual in-game mini game yeah, type it, stuff to, to, to do with this.
2: I think the only thing they have in game is the stopwatch, which you can use to like have your own tournaments and stuff. But it's, yeah, it's too little. I mean, yeah, it's it's part of it is not being creative. Like the people who are making like deal or no deal shows or like the mazes that like people literally create a maze out of their entire island. And then it's a competition. Like there are so many cool things people do. So part of it, I think, is also lack of creativity. Like I'm going to be first to say it uh or not to per se but like it's yeah i think also i think i think they should do is kind of marketing wise they should have i think they could have spoiled a lot more to show what you're working towards i yes. think if if everyone knew how cool the future like um the, like horoscope items are oh my god they're all so much better than like the first ones we got like there's the stuff like that or just like what's gonna happen in winter those items i don't have any of those but oh my god i'm so excited i didn't i didn't black market any of that stuff i was like i gotta save some so no winter items but um i think i think doing that instead of being like every furniture gets a surprise like every uh you know every you you can't see what you're missing kind of unless you go online i think that would have been a good type of thing to spoil and just be like, yeah, this is what you're... Because then you would be like, oh, I actually want to work towards getting something. Well, that's
1: what I mean with like Pocket Camp. You knew yeah. what sets you were completing. Like, you know, I, I hate prohibitive games that are like, you must wait seven hours until this thing is built. And it's like you had to wait a day for the muse- museum or whatever. But yeah. it's a little harder when it's an, an app. But you knew what... I knew what I wanted and what I didn't have. Uh, mm-hmm. But if they did that, if they did it that way, then trading and getting your friends to come to your island and send you gifts would be a whole, like, it would be less, you'd be less incentivized to do that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think there are, a, there are a few things that they need to still need to do in terms of time. I, w- I would wonder how it would work if they could have like implemented a thing. It might be unfair or not, but like, you pay more and the bridge is fixed quicker. Like, you get it by the evening instead of oh, the yeah. next day. If you, like, you pay extra amount of bells. Like, how it would probably be in real life, you know? Like, stuff like that. Like, express delivery of packages or, or if you something. Like,
0: maybe, because, I mean, the whole point of the first to get to the quote-unquote ending credits is, like, you want to build the island's reputation. So, you need to, like, improve the island, bring more people there. If you could, like, if you were actually, like, an island manager, like, a mayor type thing where you need to set up certain, like, organizations and bureaucracies, like, we need a construction company that's invest in this, and if you have more resources or money put into that, building goes faster. I mean, this is like getting the Sims type stuff. Just yeah, they have more element of that in there. I think that would help out maybe with uh, some of the cons- like some of the complaints i see. in That, but especially in the early game, where as you said, it takes you have to wait a whole day for something to be built. It's like, well, I'm done for today. Bye. You really want me to leave yeah. your game when I want to keep playing? It's like I want to keep playing. I
1: literally stopped playing when I had three more. Uh- I, I built you know I had all this stuff for the three new people I only had two residents as everyone starts with and the three new people were coming and I was like I don't I have to wait a day you know like it was just tough it was like yeah. the duration I don't I haven't really been back since.
2: I do think that the starting hurdle is way too hard like I almost quit in the first few weeks because yeah I only got toilets that was a big part of it but also yeah it, it just everything took way too long even when I got like I was I was really grinding i was i was paying off every loan by the end of the night like i was with fruit and just nonsense uh but i did it i did everything except for like the one million ones then i had to like take some days but uh with that turnips because i didn't understand turnips uh but uh yeah i do think that it's straight it's what i think that that's difficult with this game is that its target audience is everyone and so you have people who are gamers and not gamers. You have people that are 12 and are, you know, 42. Like, it's like, it's not. And so to say, you know, I would like that if, like you said, like we could have like systems where you're a mayor and you have to like take over finances and do all, but then you're going to lose so many of people in the player base, right? And so the hard thing is to make it, you know, uh, interesting enough for adults, which are probably the majority of people playing, but also having it be open to casual casual players, and to just, you know, kids. Like, there are so many parents who have had such a good time playing this with their kids, and that's so good. I'm so happy that they get to do that. Especially, like, now where I feel like it's just mostly R-rated games coming out anyways. Um, But yeah, I do think that it would have been cool to have something like that. Or if it was, like, an option. Maybe it was, like, Tom Nook was like, "I need some help. Do you want to help me with operations?" Yeah, and I think that would yes, be the way to integrate. You it. Then like, you could have done have it. To. That's
0: a good and idea. And I think yeah, that would
2: have been you know. that would have been really cool to be like, "Yeah," or like, "Screw you! I'm just going to run around on the beach and do <laughs> nothing." Which is the good thing about this game. There's not you don't have to do anything.
1: Listen, the Tom Nook narrative may not be over. You know what I mean? you oh, might yeah. be like, the island has been built. I have other places to go. You know? Yeah, this? he's like,
2: I will leave you. Yeah, it very <laughs>
1: well could happen. This cat never does, I mean, he's a very loving cat, but he never does this, so.
2: It's very, it's cozy, it's cozy. It's too Although, I have to say, though, now that I just just thought of it, the biggest thing Nintendo has to do right now is cloud save. Because I am horrified of losing my save. (laughs) I am horrified of, like, almost 600 hours of my life. And I haven't allowed anyone to come to my island because I'm working on a big thing. And so nobody's even seen a bit besides me. Like, why is it not out yet? Like, I hope and pray August will be the cloud saving month.
1: Well, like, you can't fucking mail somebody a gift and have your island open. Like, yeah. Like, that's dumb, you know?
2: There's a lot of weird, weird, weird small things. Small and, things. Like, you can't, like, access your storage unless you're in your house, which gets super annoying sometimes. Like, I just, just like,
1: put it in a bin outside the house. Don't yeah, let it Yeah, just to go. So like, the- I gotta be by my house. I got
2: it, you know? Yeah. But- yeah.
0: Then, then like you,
2: sorry, it was just, yeah, then you drop it on the, on the ground and then your rating goes down and it's like a whole thing. Mm. Like, why can't the rating just happen like once it's, it's a whole, there's so many like small, the the conversations that are so long traveling from one island to the other. It's, it's, that one's so long.
0: Like the cloud save stuff is BS, not just with Animal Crossing, but like Nintendo's policy on like backing up certain game saves is just Mm -hmm. terrible. Like yeah. The dumbest thing ever. Um, the, the So, they, they really need to fix that. That's it, it, completely unacceptable. And especially as you said, with the game with this. I think this, this and Pokemon probably have like the most investment from people in a game that you cannot cloud back up your save on the cloud with them. So, it's completely unacceptable. But you're getting into some like small changes you'd like to see. I do have a patron question from uh, Northstar Ken uh, who wants to know basically about what are some of the other additional features. Or quality of life improvements you'd like to see uh, added to the game that could help with the longevity of this game. Um, they suggested a, a sort of activity actually they'd like to see was like uh, farming being implemented Ooh, oh, into yeah, the game yeah. as an activity. I do think,
2: and I think it's been like rumored or like that like a cafe and like farming or like food. I guess like farming because you know there's gonna be I'm not gonna spoil stuff. There's gonna be stuff in the fall that are cool items that will be used for crafting, but they could also be used for other stuff. But who knows if like they're probably not going to do that. But yeah, I think farming would be cool, and also then, like a more then you tight... start
1: going into like Harvest Moon territory, which is honestly something I'm just waiting for. Uh, what do you day. mean? So like Harvest, I mean this positively. Uh, okay. Harvest,
2: have you ever played Harvest Moon? Ugh, no. You don't like that kind of game? No, i have just. I didn't mean that. I, I just realized that sounded so like oh no, sure no <laughs> I, I just meant oh no and then I was gonna drink my water.
1: <laughs> Got it. So uh, no, you play Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. which I I don't but it's a version it's a it's like a fan version of Harvest Moon where okay you, you gotta clean up your farm you gotta you know woo the woo the chicks or the boys and mm-hmm. farm you know and farm and like mine and go into a ca- ooh, what if there was a cave system so that will be fun because if you're I gonna can- add farming we all
2: need a cave system
0: oh add yeah, mining please cool. yes
2: That'd be. Really I mean, I cool. I would be, I, I think farming would be really cool. Although right now my island is in like a state of just disarray because it's been raining every day. There's flowers everywhere. I went from working so hard to duplicate to now like being overrun. It's it's beyond. I do wish, to, but yeah, I think it would be cool to break up the amount of flowers with just like, yeah, a patch of something. And I could watch it grow and like you uh, could maybe like make food for your villagers and that could be a cool gift and they have to like collect
1: recipes which is a harvest moon thing too yeah that that'd be, really be a great cool. idea.
0: yeah if it was tied mm-hmm. into a cooking system or something like that i think i'd be more into that like the, the cave system though too because you're talking about chess because if it was like gathering uh like minerals or like uh, mining but also with Blathers, now it's like, oh, you can now have stuff to be on display. But also it could be resources for some other type of activity as well. The, the, both what you're both talking about, like, and what uh, North Star Ken was alluding, uh, wishing for. This is the type of activities I'd like to see, is that you have these kind of, like, basic systems in place that could be expanded into these larger activities. And I, I'd like to see more of this from from, from Nintendo on these updates. Because even, like, the, the swimming, diving stuff, it's neat, but... uh uh, it's still it's still filtering in the same like kind of like gameplay loop essentially it isn't leading to something bigger or something really that different to me but also let's
1: take a look at that though too because you said it earlier that it's expanded the world just even that much though right even Mm -hmm. though even if it's two inches it's expanded the world or the possibility of where we can go so it's cool that they didn't go too far in one direction and then just totally piss people off right because you know someone's going to have a complaint if it's, a, it's like too, I already had a complaint that it's too hard to swim. But it does allude itself to future iterations of the world changing, right? Like a crevasse is open because there was an earthquake and now we can go into a, or now we didn't realize how fertile this ground was or there's gold in those hills or whatever. Yeah. So that it, it yeah. is, open. it's, I think they're hinting at the possibility of making it bigger.
2: I, I, yeah, I, th- I think, um... It, it's it's interesting because when I hear that question, like I do, I do think that there there are certain things that could expand, like expanding the ocean, super cool. If they could do like some underground stuff, that would be really cool. Or too. like boat trips. There's nothing. Yeah, wrong with boat, the boat trips. trips. And we you can know make a
1: boat. I think this was a question too, Damiani, that you were going to ask, um, if whether versus updates or GLCs.
0: Yeah, uh, another patron, uh, David, asked specifically about do we like the. Uh, this this type of style of updates that they've been doing with Animal Crossing versus like a, a more bigger paid DLC expansion type thing, yeah.
1: And the reason why I bring that up because I feel like it, the two questions kind of go hand in hand, yeah. where by then you kind you both kind of said it in your own way. It does keep you coming back. It doesn't it doesn't become prohibitive that like oh fuck I have to spend another thirty dollars you know, mm-hmm. and and now it's just something new something new and like not too overwhelming something new. So I do think it's I don't think all games work with this kind of mode, but like Minecraft's always done it, right? And they do huge changes and they don't make anybody pay for a new version of the game. So
2: yeah. I like it. I mean, I, I don't mind it either. I think, you know, we, we briefly just mentioned Pokemon. If I look at the difference between like the, it's two different games, obviously, but like this has given me so much more, I feel in a lot of ways than Pokemon, even though I wish... Pokemon would have there's so many more issues with that like a lot of people think about like money's worth they think about hours played For example, like I will it's, I, there was no way for me to sit and play Pokemon for that long Like I got it, it was just you know um, And I I do like the fact that updates are free because It does feel like my money was worth it Right, even if you haven't played as many hours as I have the fact that you will get stuff for free like as it goes on unlike you know a lot of other games It, it is refreshing and it does like it it just it just feels like they care in a way, you know. Like I feel like it would have been almost feeling unfair if like oh you can get a, a you know bold expansion, but then you have to pay 30, 40 bucks. And I'd be like, that kind of sucks, especially now, <laughs> given a lot of people's economic circumstances. Yeah, that's um a good point. I, I do appreciate the free updates i do think it's funny because there are still they're giving us more stuff than i would ask for like i never even like i thought like it would be cool to swim and but it was never like my biggest wish right now is more custom design slots because i've run out and i'm so mad because i got so many pets i wanted to make they're just no but like it's like very sh- small little tweaks like they just a little more room on your inventory or like just tiny little um fix the scorpion glitch oh my god have you guys run into the scorpion thing you probably haven't well I've, no. I've, got, I've gotten stung by one. Oh no no so it's i caught like four or five and then they did like a like a fix because there yeah. were like too many or whatever and now every single time i swear every single time i've seen a scorpion in the past two months they just glitch out into existence they will walk into a wall and just poof, like not just walk yeah. into water that's the thing they actually do but they will just like get stuck and just glitch out and it's like i haven't caught one in so long it's just they're just not there and i'm like i get the whole farming thing because i was part of it i would i would go to mr allen's put on an audiobook and just sit and catch whatever like that was my jam like every night that's probably why i played so much because like Every night I put on an audiobook for a couple hours and just like, hmm. I'm gonna go catch some tarantulas and get like, as I say, a whole I heard the tarantula
0: stuff. Yeah, tarantula oh, islands, man. people doing that stuff to make a lot of I've... money. They're like, forget turnips. This is the way you make yeah. bells. That's
2: how I made mm-hmm. so, that's how I paid off every loan every night. Just, just so few too. It was crazy. It was so much fun.
0: I will but say, yeah. looking at their update history, they do seem to care a little bit of, uh, to some degree about curbing how easy it is to make bells off of quote-unquote exploits and things yeah. they didn't intend they they seem to be like patching out those uh, every so often I, I think they did see like the rush to getting uh the like how the player economy was that people were getting like using the eternal C- exchange and other means to just accumulate a mass amount of bills that they were getting to their goals too quickly and you they were seeing a few like a month or two ago reports that people were like felt they had this overwhelming sense of like oh I did this too quickly people like resetting their whole island just to start over and like this is I'm a huge Animal Crossing fan I played all the games and like I usually take my time but I didn't do it this time and now I feel I I was like I feel bad about this I want my I want my experience again so I'm gonna start over and feel more sense of gratification rather than a, a, a sense of you know earning it versus the immediate gratification And I was kind of surprised, but I was like, I'm not too terribly surprised, but interesting. There's like a lot of people talking about that and that concept coming up of, because we were talking about like using outside of the game methods to acquire things and turn up exchanges that popped up were one of the hot topics about, is this really break? Is this within the spirit of the game? Is this breaking the game? Is this the way the creators intended to do it? But versus this is what the community wants. This is what the community is doing. It's like that fun discussion about creator intent versus like you know the the, yeah. the, the what the community is going to run and do with it which one is you know which do you place it's a hard discussion basically about I think, that i
2: think it's i think it's a both thing because it's on the one hand i hate the fact that well they kind of fixed it now because now they did a patch was it yesterday where or a few days july 3rd what, was i the, I've, time think, does not exist in this vacuum which seems Anyways, like yesterday
0: i was gonna agree with you
2: well they did one just now but that wasn't the one they did that okay. with where it was with the summer update where um because there is like there used to be a certain day there was it was sahara and life and someone else kicks who would come to your island every week it's the same with the saturday sunday so they like uh special characters like it was such a small window for them to appear that people like people like I didn't have Red for like a month. He never appeared because they had the thing where three days were filled and then the weekend was filled. And so there was so little space for new ones. But now I think with the summer update, you don't you're not guaranteed Sahara every week, you're not guaranteed life every week, which gives so much more room. Like I was like, oh CJ, have not seen him for I don't even know how long, right? And so I think that's really good because the thing that was that kind of like sucked was the fact that it took like for someone like me if I didn't have friends who would help me out with art I would have basically none because red has been on my island what like three four times like that's too little right And yeah. and you know same with people who doesn't haven't had red or haven't had uh I have not had Gulliver yet it's a bit too early um but uh I haven't like, like Gulliver generally like I've barely had Gulliver I've, I've barely any items and so it's sad to see someone like it, it it tempts you to be like I'm gonna um, I'm going to go and trade nook Mile tickets or bells or whatever because I want this one item that's gonna like complete this one part of my island or complete this one thing that I'm doing and it, it is that pro and con of like they want you to be social obviously it it was advertised from the first trailer. So you can be eight people on the island like bring your friends it's gonna be great but at the same time it it has created this very almost toxic, trading villagers, trading everything, selling things for ridiculous amounts of money, kind of forcing people to time travel because they want the things that they're seeing other people have, which is also kind of a really sad thing. But I mean, I do like the fact that you have the option to do both of those things, right? It's yeah, like you don't you don't have to. You uh, just have to sit there and be in pain while other people have cool stuff. I'm
0: usually gonna always side on the favor of like give the players as much options as possible. Like that, that's yeah. always like I think for the best. I will say a lot of uh, some of the issues I take with this game and then that are coming up in our discussion here about this is tied to just again like we're talking about cloud saves, like allude to Nintendo's online. I just think the online experience of this game is suboptimal. It, 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 they, I think. Yeah there's a lot more they could do with the online aspects of the game. It takes, there's too many steps. Just like a lot of their other games with the Nintendo first party games, too many steps to get online, not enough options, not enough features there. I think a lot of this stuff could be part of an, an in-game uh, ecosystem already if they would just ha- uh, step up their online functionality, mm-hmm. like an online auction board for starters. Like, hey, this yeah. item exists. Just bid on it bells. You don't need to go to an outside site and pay real money or whatever for it. Just do it in-game. Just like, keep people in the game and stuff. And they just, for whatever reason, they just don't really run with that type of stuff. It's never been Nintendo's MO with this. And it, I think that's one of the biggest disappointments when it's come to this game for me and why it's been so hard to stay so interested in it
2: right what do you think jessica well
1: i don't know my friend came to my island and like dropped three million bells and i was like thank you i get to pay for my <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like it wasn't a problem but again i wasn't fully enthralled in the game i i think a i'm with you that miani where like play the game how you fucking want to play and, yeah. and I give me options right I, i'm sure When Minecraft was created, they knew the possibilities, but then people far surpassed, right, what what you can do. And I'm a a purist. I don't want to play creative. Like, why are you playing creative? Like, that makes no sense to me. But that's just me. So I'm not going to yuck your yum if that's how you get off, for lack of a better phrase. But, like, if people are... First of all, never underestimate a good controversy. So if people are getting pissed that you're time traveling, that's good press. If people are not, you know, all the news is good news, whatever. And if people are like gouging turnips and selling, you know, tarantulas, that's just one way that they're getting involved. And you're gonna have people that are obsessed with anything like this. I remember being obsessed with furniture, in neopets i would stay up all (laughs) night long click refresh try to get those rare fucking fairy furniture pieces and then sell them for a million neopoints like that's crazy but (laughs) but but i get it so this new shiny thing uh people are looking for an escape uh and if doing it black market-esque it kind of is how you get your jollies i think that's fine but and but i think it's interesting too, that you said that people want to restart. Like, that, that's
2: their prerogative. They can do that.
0: Yeah. That's it's fascinating very, to
2: me. And I think that comes maybe with the whole, like, terraforming and stuff. And, you know, I watch a lot of, uh, like, Animal Crossing tour videos where, you know, there are creators who go on tours on other people's islands. And it tortures me because I realize my island sucks whenever I watch those. But it's also so mm. inspiring to see all the insane, cool stuff that people make. And like the insane opportunities are like what you can do, even people who don't time travel, where it's just like you built this crazy, like people have made castles out of like just things that you didn't even think of, like, oh, that actually looks like a tower.
1: Wow.
2: Like I think that's so cool. And I, I so it is that's also a reason why I would love a, a cloud save, is because I think people would want to make more than one. That's, and 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 that would be yes. really cool to like once you're done. Now let's go to the other one. If I regret it, I'll just go back to my previous one. It's kind of like the Sims where it's like the same kind of principle, except, that's, you know, there are no cheat codes and you can't just get, you know, infinite amount of bells. But and it I, would still, you know.
1: I don't really often like, pl- like go to my slop saves because I feel like that's bad gameplay. But if you put in a lot of time and it doesn't look yeah. good. I, I, so I, yesterday I was streaming Minecraft and I fell in the end and I, you when you die in the end, you lose everything. And you know what? i went back and i i went back to yeah. my save it 30 minutes before because that work took too long yeah but i don't do it that often but it is it's a little in my mind but a you still
0: have the option though is the important thing i think yeah. here yeah. we don't have that option it's either or yeah. destroy everything start anew or keep what you have and it's not just animal crossing Be ask for this and like again in pokemon you only get one save in that game they they force you to have that it's like. What if you just like just yeah? It's just I, well, again, question. it's player op- it's player authority and option. I get well. Yeah. With Pokemon,
1: I I can see it probably serves the game. It probably would serve both games. I get that. But it, since Animal Crossing is in real time, how do you justify having cloud saves and going back two hours too?
2: I mean, for me, it's more like having make sure my island is saved if something happens. God forbid to my Switch. Well, it shouldn't or, it should
1: automatically save right? Yeah. Like,
2: no but like if i if say if i want to get a, a switch and not a switch light i would like the option to move it for i example. see
1: i see like so.
2: that or just the safety of knowing if i just threw this in the garbage my save exists in the atmosphere and i can go look back at to how
1: it. bad they bungled the fucking joy cons right so they definitely yeah. want you to get another switch play but it that's on the there. thing
2: like if you if you if it's ruined it's gone like that that's unfair and to i the don't player. think they
1: care is what i'm saying like well
2: that's the thing because they actually mentioned it in one of the first uh trailers the yeah. like reveal trailer the long one they actually didn't mention clouds say will come soon and i'm like how soon is oh, soon there are people out there there are people literally losing their islands or having all kinds of horrible stuff please don't let it happen to me that's definitely yeah. concern uh,
0: number one for sure yeah it's just a way so- to have it preserved
2: Imagine if, like, and also that's when I think about little kids and stuff losing stuff. Like, I saw this hilarious tweet of this dad who said, I just accidentally sent away my child's favorite creature or like oh. creature, favorite villager. And like, I bet he <laughs> was like, I wish there was a the cloud save so I could just go back and just have my son have this person he loved. Like, there are small things that I think it, it wouldn't be used necessarily for game advantage. I think most people would either use it just to be like, I'm going to switch from a Switch. And not a switch light or vice versa, or it would be like, make sure that's it's safe, the practical just, thing for yeah.
0: me. Is I'm playing on a switch light right now. Yeah, me too. And and with our, our our profession here, my profession, there's times where someone's like, oh, like Ian did a uh, a video on Animal Crossing, want us to do capture, and I was like, oh,
1: I about can't. that,
0: Ian, <laughs> I'm on a switch light, and it doesn't have video out, and they don't yeah. allow me to transfer my save in any way to my to my my normal switch or normal OG switch. So I can't actually do. I mean, there is a way technically. We could have done an island visit. And had someone else capture. I forced
2: maybe. him to come to mind. Yeah, yeah we later
0: <laughs> realized that. But yeah. that's like this shouldn't be the. There's just these simple things like, yeah. oh, I want to. I want to get captured from the beginning. A game for whatever reason. I'm doing a retrospective or a document or whatever. People people like oh, just go to make another profile. Start again. It's like okay yeah that does exist but or they could just give me another stupid save file it's literally the same thing like why can't i just do yeah. it in my same it's do you it, think it, it, it was, feels archaic it, a little bit
1: was it yeah. so that people bought the special switch Lite and were like incentivized in that way like
2: no because i i mean the switch Lite is like for me i wanted a switch Lite, and it's been perfect for me but like it it does have a lot of negatives when it comes to stuff like you can't put it on your tv you can't record it. Uh there's just it's 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 portable, but like there are certain negative downsides to it. And and so I feel like it's just I, I don't know. That's the thing. It's like beyond me a oh, why cloud safe doesn't exist. Like I just it it's I guess they're struggling with something. Well like, there must be
1: think about it. If it's so hard for them to open your island and mail something, you have to hope <sighs> that there's a reason. Like yeah. that they're just not like obviously they've got some wires crossed and Mm -hmm. nintendo is late to the online gameplay world yeah and 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 because it was never their focus and it's cool that it's opening up and you know like think about smash has like all those bugs and it mario kart just got good you know so it's not like they're killing the online game so you have to assume some of the coding is going wrong somewhere so that's got to be the holdup.
2: That just reminded me of, I've very rarely played Pokemon Shield online, but I tried it one time to meet my friend. Did not work. We did not see each other. It was a whole, we managed to see each other once. We like glitched out. He managed to finally enter. It was horrible, just terrible experience. Even just playing online raids, just nah. Mm. So actually you have a good point. I think they need to figure Even it though out. it, it like,
1: should be better. Yeah. We know it isn't. So these things that we're saying, all probably correlate
0: yeah like, i
2: would i would yeah. rather have them focus now on making a cloud save than making any more content for animal crossing right here yeah, like, because i feel like most people would be like at least i can save it and then i could continue my other games i could maybe delete it from my switch because i want more space whatever it may be like just sure just please just it's, save this quarantine memory so i can look back in a few years yeah. and be like this is all i did for these few months like that's it
0: it's just interesting to see what their priorities are. Like, this yeah. you think would be one of the highest priorities Is players are really asking for this. Same thing with like, uh, when it came, you were talking, you just talking about Smash Brothers, they keep doing these big character reveals, but people are like, you make so much. This is like one of your best selling games. You make so much money off this game. Fix the online so people can play online. We just tried to stream it recently online. It was, like, laggy as heck. It's, like, barely yeah. playable. It's, like, it's uh, got the party game mentality. So it's, like, yeah, it's fun. We're hitting each other. Whatever. We're not being competitive and stuff. Who cares? But, I mean, it just doesn't work. You don't want to, like, ignore the fact it doesn't work. So Which is I the think... whole
1: point of the fucking game. Like, no one's sitting at home, unless only to get good, is to play with your friends. That's And we can't right now, right? Like, so maybe, yeah. also, Nintendo didn't really anticipate... That we were going to be solely reliant on video yeah gameplay, lack online. of
0: couch co-op. The, yeah, you'd man. think this this uh, the pandemic would be kind of light a fire in their asses to like, hey, maybe we should do something during this time to remedy our online infrastructure. Even if we can't do it right away, at least tell everyone, hey, we're in the process of overhauling it. But th- nothing. It's like they don't. On the out, on the outward facing, it seems like they just don't care that much about it.
1: One uh, well, um, question, yeah. and I don't have the answer for this: Are they a normally transparent company about their uh, like things they're working on and building towards? That's not my, is that an impression you have?
0: I mean, they they they're, they give insight in like their Japanese investor meetings. They give the Q and A, and there's like some behind the scenes stuff. It depends on which team it is, what they're talking about. I do. Th- they're definitely not the most transparent. There are definitely companies out there, uh, mostly Western developers, who are way more transparent, especially when it comes to like the like overhauling their game, whether it's online or balancing the game or doing updates. They are definitely more comprehensive and have a better line of two-way conversation with their community than Nintendo. Nintendo is, doesn't have a great reputation for. On that aspect of it, I would say they're probably more in the less transparent, especially when it comes to like online stuff. They've, 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 they've always said stuff about we're working with these partners, working with this, but right. it's just always broad well, statements. And then I don't
1: know if it's a lack of care thing, at more as it's just not company policy <laughs> and they're like, it's not their priority. Also, they're making oh, yeah. money in right now. So, what it, even our concerns that doesn't matter to them.
0: Just the last episode, uh, one of my friends on Kenny who literally made the same point about Smash. Like, what incentive do they have to fix the online? Everyone's buying this game. It's making so much money for them, and people are still buying it and playing it and praising it. We're not. Why would they? Like, who cares? It's, it's like why, it's why would argument. they care? It's a good Yeah, argument. like it's it business. Sucks, unfortunately, but yeah. it sounds right. It's business. It's like this is what people are paying for and what they care about. So, what what incentive do we have? But going with online stuff, uh, uh, real quick, to do like a little bit of a segue here to maybe move away from Animal Crossing. Um, things going online in Nintendo. Uh, we didn't have an E3 this year. And in favor of that, we're getting all these online events from all these gaming companies. Um, Nintendo's been doing it to an extent. Other companies have been doing it to an extent. And there's a lot we can talk about here. And I want to start this off by kind of giving the impressions of... This is the first year for me where I don't get to go to an E3 when I wanted to. And I don't have a centralized, focused event for gaming news and announcements. I'm so used to that. It's been such a normal thing. Even when E3 was the jeopardy, uh, E3 being in jeopardy after the controversy from last year, I always thought something would come and take its place at the very least. There'd be some kind of event. And there are other events. We don't have that anymore because of coronavirus pandemic. And so we're getting all these other events. So how do we feel about these random streams popping up. We don't fully know what to expect half the time. We watch them. There's some announcements there. They might be good. They might be so-so versus the experience of going to an event. And I mean, so watch it online, but then you could go there, get hands-on, interact with people like the experience of going to a convention. How are we feeling about this?
2: It's, it's definitely messy. I, I know like, since i have i don't work full-time in gaming anymore i definitely haven't caught everything like i i still have no clue what the hell's being released when is being released like you know after a nine hour of work i was just like what happened and i think there was the stream and i think like i was like oh like when is this game whatever like ghost of tsushima coming out soon i just forgot about it it was just like it's just there yeah i i think that it sucks to not have that one thing where it's like you just you just go back if you're like, I'm gonna read this article from and here it says, here are all the things that are coming out, and here are all the after four days, here's everything they said, here's everything for the rest of the year. I do I do miss that for sure. Uh, it's nice to not be jealous of people going to E3 anymore. Mm. I wouldn't have been able to go okay, this year.
0: Yeah. So part of that. me is like
2: part <laughs> of me is like really like just just maliciously like, ha, ha you are not going. None of us are going.
0: But, uh... about that real quick <laughs> uh, I, 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 no that's a i think that's fair i've always been yeah. kind of weird not and i guess weirded out's not the correct way but like kind of suspect about the the nature of who gets into e3 and stuff uh i've definitely been on the outside looking in both before i worked in this industry and even in recent years or easy allies hasn't necessarily been given badges for everybody so it's been like a struggle for that but i do think there should be a way for everyone to have access to that. I do think it's a little unfair. This definitely, this how they're doing things now. Definitely, the potential to give more people access to, like, yeah. have more people give opinions on this, to have a bigger, larger discussion than just having a few select media outlets and media industry people go. My con- my concern, and I think that how this hasn't worked out this year is the spread out nature of it. If all this was condensed into like two weeks of all these companies doing these things, I think it would have worked out better than. We're now three months into like the first event that Jeff Keighley was, uh, that hosted for, uh, it was like the Xbox, the first Xbox events showing off supposedly next-gen gameplay. And it was all these like CG trailers and like yeah. not gameplay. It was just like, wait, uh, that didn't go over so well. And then Sony's reveal event for the PS5 and software. That feels, feels like forever ago. And we got some stuff coming yeah. up uh, this weekend with Ubisoft in the latest month, Microsoft showing off first party. It's so scattered and stuff. As you said, it's so hard to keep track of. I missed that condensed week and I want that back so badly.
2: Well, yeah, I, so, well, go ahead. sorry, go on. No, you, you go. Okay. Uh, no, it's, it's, it does feel like, um, like there, there's no, like, I, I'm, I feel like I'm not excited about anything. Cause I have no clue what the hell is going on. Just, just coming home and like reading a tweet here and there. And it's like, well, is that real or not? And like having to look through, you know, am I going to look at a stream and try and figure that out? And I do think that companies, too, have been... They have not taken, like, control over the situation themselves. They could have very easily been, like, we're going to have a press conference on this day that we intend... Like, why did not they all just be, like, we're going to have a live stream on that day where we were supposed to show our stuff. And then we could all... I think the idea of making this fest and doing all these... Like, it just kind of backfired, I think, for me personally. Like, I would have just been, like, just have instead of the hour you were supposed to stand on that stage, just do a live stream and just tell me about it. And that's it. And then it would have had four days and it would have been gone. Like, that's it. We got everything we needed. Instead, I feel like it's just so scattered now. Like, I mean, I'm super stoked about the new Far Cry. Don't not get me wrong. Hmm. But I would have still like, it's like a sudden thing that just popped up. And I'm like, oh, so this is happening. Did not know july 12th was gonna have a thing i just that's brand new news to me because like yeah it's so scattered i don't know and i can't imagine working in games industry right now being like there's just it's just messy really
0: uh before i ask you this just to close out your thought here sophia i at the, the signal boosting of like all these companies pushing for e3 you mm-hmm. had so many of the biggest companies pushing for a specific time window that yeah. I think it was more people got caught in that web and understood or at least heard about it. Whereas even like you're saying like, even like Far Cry from a big publisher like Ubisoft, they have definitely tried to put like, they put out the date, they've emailed people, but they're still missing a ton of people with that messaging because there isn't a centralized focused event about this. And even companies like Nintendo is, do they, they're so secretive. They'll announce like yeah. the day before or shadow drop it. That's the worst thing is a shadow drop something on the day. like give us some heads up please but um... also
2: not to mention the fact that e3 did not get canceled quick enough it was crazy that it was still happening for so long like just just yeah. cancel it straight up like it, it's it's just beyond me that things are still happening just cancel this year it's fine we'll just sit in here better that better safe than sorry but you know but yeah jessica
1: well, you're up so there's a, a few things that are going through my head uh maybe you guys are like me uh
0: Mm -hmm.
1: where you're experiencing screen fatigue and like uh tiredness just having to be interacting with the screen and not a person are you you guys experiencing that at all oh absolutely yep okay
0: so i can't can't tell you how sucky it is (laughs) it's getting at this point
1: (laughs) it's tough and your eye the blue screen all of it like so these are for. i have yet to buy a pair i forgot You know i need one really badly and and i'm not good at managing my time because i'm an extrovert mostly that likes talking to my friends or streaming or something so i am getting fed as a like a anyway uh as a performer so i think by spreading it out we wouldn't have if we did a, a full one day we have sony ubisoft Nintendo uh, Xbox everyone blah blah, blah blah blah. we wouldn't no one's gonna sit in front of the TV or the the screen that long to ingest all that information so yeah. by spreading it out that that it actually helps our attention span it, the the ps5 was almost too long right like it was almost it was too, too long, long. <laughs> and it wasn't that long. But yeah, no. but it also was almost too long. Uh, and you so I like even when I have rehearsals on, on Zoom, I limit it to about an hour and a half to max because you hit a fucking wall. It's different. And also something to think about too. Yes, E3 was like up in the air, probably was gonna happen, but then the pandemic. Everybody is scrambling to figure out how. Thank you, Sophia. I know everything I'm saying is so offensive. Oh no, no. I'm just Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like
1: what happened? Sorry, no, uh, no, Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, I think just like to bear in mind, dates got pushed. People being in the same room to be able to work on things isn't happening because they're not, you know, necessary software. I'm sure things that it it changed the timeline for everyone. So everyone has been scrambling. I'm sure we're just not seeing it to make sure the game comes out in time, make sure that the messaging is correct, make sure that the advertising is there, especially now that they don't know how to advertise. And, like, so, you know, why Nintendo drops things? Shout, because that's one way to get press. Out of nowhere, it's 12.59 at night, here's this fucking game. Like, that's one way to, like, get people to talk about it. What I think is interesting, and I think this translates to the whole world that COVID has, accelerated is my curiosity is in a year or a year and a half when we're able to publicly gather again will we have an e3 again will comic-con be the same exact thing will we be going to pax because our world is working digitally right now office places are different and the world is i mean obviously granted there's a lot of problems but there was people that were there are people that were making projections really smart projections that we were going to go through a really long stretch of time like 30 years where we were really uncomfortable as a society as robots and electronics took more and more jobs away from us. There, On the other side when 10% of the people that are employed needs to be employed that's going to be fine but then if you're dealing with people like we have been in, in America right like the blue collar the oil industry that's why there's been such a push for people to get their jobs back because they don't know what else to do in this world. I'm making sense right? Yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We've accelerated, we've closed the gap of this time of moving to a mostly electronic world or online world. So if they find that this is successful and they just spent a tenth of their advertising budget, then instead of shipping everyone out here and their fucking displays, I I think we're looking at serious adjustments, which actually makes me sad because what I miss more than anything about a con is are the people I don't normally see
2: yeah I agree I, I think the only thing that might you know like I for one do not want to be anywhere in Aracon or any place with so many people at once and that will probably extend for at least next year too like no but that's just me the thing that with gaming though is that gamers don't like change at all the the just at all. No just any well and I, I generalize of course, but in every uh aspect of gaming, change is not always welcome. Even if it's for the better of uh people. Just gonna leave it at that. Uh it's uh it's not it's it's very much frowned upon. And so I do wonder if next year if everything is open, if people would and by people I also mean the gamer if we can imagine, the gamer for a second, that they would be pissed off and be like, oh my God, it just just ruined. And also, like, I mean, that's the thing that annoyed me with E3 was, and I will sound like a pretentious journalist, whatever, which I kind of was at the time, whatever, uh, where it was like, when I went there, I was annoyed by the people who had just bought their ticket because, like, okay, I'm here and I want to write stories and there is, Mm -hmm. like, a 10-year-old kid who's going to play Spider-Man and I will not. And that's unfair to me because it's like, I have to get in line. I don't have time to do all this. And that was the thing that annoyed me. So part of me now is kind of happy on behalf of games journalists who don't have to deal with that now. And it's like, we're all on the same page here. Hopefully, obviously, some people are going to get games before other other you know uh, outlets, which is sometimes extremely unfair. But at least it's not going to be a 10-year-old kid who's going to just mess around in, yeah, Spider-Man. You're going to have to sit and watch and be like, well... That's, uh, that's my story, you know? There, there are pros and cons. I do hope, though, that it will be online, but I did, I did kind of wish that it was like, it, it, not necessarily, like, I would also not be able to sit an entire day and watch 12 hours of press conferences, but it would be nice to be like, I wanna go to this channel, and here is this video, and I can watch this, and here is everything in this little, you know, space whether it is a Twitter or if it's, yeah, a Twitch channel or a YouTube video where it's like, this is everything, Well, like, here it is. Funimation no?
1: Con just happened, I think this is what they called, like and my friends were hosting it. So like people yeah. do, will be, like Gen Con is gonna be not dissimilar. And I didn't know yeah. if I was gonna be able to physically go to Gen Con. And now I can actually participate. So mm-hmm. you're right that there are pros and cons. Uh, and if it is streaming all day, you just get waves of people. Some, yeah. One guy is gonna stay all day, but it,
2: but I guess time.
1: you're looking, I think you're looking at things being so spread out ultimately, yeah. with if, if that's what we're talking about. Yes, it's frustrating. Yes, you, we don't know which side is up and you forget if, you know, Xenoblade Chronicle comes and goes, no one thinks about it. But I, I bet you a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're uh, re- reimagining a lot of their advertising and yeah. was thrown for a loop.
0: I think there's definitely growing pains with having to adjust to this this new reality and the potential, as you both were alluding to that this could be more of a long-term thing once people start really analyzing the benefits of doing it this way versus the old way. Um, I, I think there's a bit of a learning curve that was happening with this and it, that's to be understood. And so I wouldn't be surprised if next year there is some return of the format we have now. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be like, I'm basically once we return to quote unquote normal i'm very curious to see what becomes the new normal for 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 the gaming industry in terms of how it presents its big industry events how they do announcements because even the things we've taken for granted in terms of like the the new style are up uh, for debate again like we've always accepted that Nintendo ditched live press conferences for Nintendo Directs. It became kind of the industry standard. We saw Sony follow State of Plays and Xbox with Inside Xboxes. they kind of been doing that. But even now, Nintendo said in their uh, recent uh, corporate update, they said, we might even be reevaluating the, the, how we do Directs. They might not be the most effective way of delivering our announcements anymore. There might be something different and new that's even better and works with our style. So, as you said, change is probably coming... For a lot of things regardless of whether some people like it or not it's just i will be very interesting to see how they balance it because there are things that people will say that you can only get like the human interaction part of it yeah in person there's definitely something different between interacting with people in person versus doing it over a screen like this hands on impressions despite like having these big events even the the spread out some of them have been really big and have been like a big focal point we don't have the usual people like oh man i kind of miss like these outlets talking about the games they got to play at the ps5 event or the xbox event but at the same time later this month xbox announced they're doing a whole week of demos like digitally so is that like is there a way to actually remedy that like you don't need to come Mm -hmm. wait in a stupid line for five ten hours or whatever all day now you just play it online and as we were talking about earlier like the unfair made the unfair nature of certain people get to play like a 10 year old kid of an executive gets to go play spider-man but you don't because you're not that important to the industry or whatever for whatever reason now it's like no it's released to everybody play it on your own time you're not worried about meeting a deadline you're not worried about i only have 15 minutes with this game that's it no you can take your time and enjoy this i think it'll potentially lead to better things technology might need to catch up to it like better internet speeds and stuff like that but as you're saying jess like how like accelerated things I think some things will still need to catch up, but eventually I think it's going in this direction anyway. And you're gonna see more of this than the return back to everything's just in a convention hall again.
1: Well, and I yeah, think no. that's it also ties back to what we were talking about, Nintendo not being fully ready to be this dependent on online. And I, I didn't know about the demos week, but I was thinking, you know, more than our social aspect or as publications getting to go to E3. You're also looking, the industry is sprawling. It's not just the main people that, you know, uh, the main people that game, the main people that published uh, published it and Sony. It's, there, it's so much more than that. And th- it's an opportunity for influencers or people that are just starting out to get cool content. So if you have something like that, that th- those people are suffering too. Whereas now if you find, they've got to
2: find ways to be more creative. Yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be, I mean, that's the thing that's going to be interesting to see too is, and I mean, also like in terms of E3 coming back or not, I mean, there are a lot of layers to that. I mean, economically, the world has suffered, right? And so to bring that back up, especially when E3 has had, you know, its history and everything that's been going on, it's like maybe it's not the right time for companies and anyone to spend that type of money to do an E3 again. Like it's it's a good way for, you know, companies to bounce back from, What's happening right now in the world, um, but also yeah, I guess I'm always scared in a weird way of like traditional, traditional games journalists kind of being just put to the side and having just like streamers and stuff being able to, for example, play stuff and and like having this favoritism become even bigger when it comes mm. to if everything's going to be demos online or digitally sent to you or whatever, right? because it is weird to see like certain outlets that I follow who wouldn't be able to get certain games. And then I see like some random streamer play it and it's like, it's not an offense to the streamer, it's an offense to the company who decides that a streamer, like we're just gonna ignore press, cause it's like-
1: But the press it, is gonna come either way. So if like, there are always gonna be people that put out a 20 minute review of a, of a game, whether they got it ahead of time or didn't. And yeah. if, if you think about it in terms of capitalism <laughs> that it does make sense for them to give it to the streamer i was looking at the tat guy today whatever the tatted tim the I, tat man whatever he had 35 fucking thousand people watching him play Call of duty and it's uh, he's like a nice guy don't get me wrong like what oh yeah he's fun I great because yeah. i don't know him i don't follow him I, i'm not like a, i'm not that person that, it it would be a mistake for them not to give the game yeah. to that person. I'm not saying it should be that way, but if I'm a business, I'm looking at where the money is, and it's right there. Yeah,
2: I think, I think what I, what I think is I, I will always protect games journalism, because I was part of it once in, once upon a time. And I think that not giving outlets a game, like the first, the first, being the first when it comes to reviews, or especially like hands-on first trying out the game or whatever, those are like important articles that will be read by people. And if you're an outlet where you wouldn't be able to get those things, it, it's it's unnecessary, right? Like because there will be a different viewership who will watch Tim the Tap Man play a game, but there will also be people who read, you know, whatever publication also got to play at the same time, right? Like you can do both, but I feel like they 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 want to like exclusivize it to streamers because I don't you're know saying it, that it also these certain
1: like, publications aren't getting games because is that is that what's happening right now? It's oh. yeah. I
2: mean, it, it will happen, yes. and and it probably mm-hmm. is happening still, and it will continue to happen and get probably Got get it. worse. And and also like it, it feels you know a streamer won't necessarily be reviewing a game. They won't be objective in the game. You get a game for free, and you're like you know excited about it. It's going to be hard to be critical at all. And and I think that in order to make games better, you need a, an outlet or like outlets, which is you know games journalism as a whole. To give constructive feedback on games, if there was just nobody critiquing any games besides just sitting on Twitter being like, "I like it," "I hate it," games are not going to get better if we don't talk about the good and bad things, right? And and that's you know what games journalism started out as, even though it's now evolved into you know there are people like Easy Allies where it's like it's not a, a written journalistic form, but it's still you know games journalism because it is looking at games objectively and having you know a, a platform to talk about it objectively if we don't have that games are just going to stay the same if there weren't anyone who had that type of platform talking about diversity in games or talking about you know uh game companies treating people really badly like that's not going to make games better and so i just hate to see when such a big part of a lot of outlets is you know way of making money is through firsthand previews and getting you know those opportunities pretty early or e3 coverage you know I hate to see that all go to streamers who oftentimes already have their money set when it's like, if you could do both, you could still get the same amount. It's an extra code sent in the mail. Yeah. And so that's, that's why I'm like, yeah. I just hope that that doesn't happen. <laughs> I hope that we can have both things, you know, like, Is there a I don't... world where they're
1: choosing and picking and choosing? Like if you have a hundred thousand yeah. people that read this, then you can get a game. Oh,
0: abso- absolutely. absolutely. So the metric they don't. So one thing is it's a, it's a, usually a closely guarded secret, how uh, publishers hand out codes to different places. Um, there, there's, I mean, you, can, you can read between the lines say the obvious thing like, hey, X streamer who gets 10,000 plus concurrent viewers, they're always gonna get a code because that's, as you said, that's like a lot of eyeballs and Mm -hmm. they view them as an influencer this also gets in the discussion of influencer versus a reviewer slash journalist you know what is their objective with this whereas an influencer there can be money exchange. uh legally they have to disclose that now that wasn't always a thing but i mean they're, they're still okay with that as long as it's disclosed it's it's all by the books and it's legal that that that's something that's being paid for it's basically a paid advertisement but i mean Games like games journalists and critics they always they don't get that benefit so there definitely is an issue with who gets what and when uh, it's definitely an old guard mentality mm. it is something I personally would like to see die uh, I, I think the best thing going forward uh, Sophia illustrated a lot of the benefits of we, we achieve what I'm about to say is that universal access for everyone even if it's not universal there needs to be a more standardized easily transparent way for how you Qualify for stuff instead of being so secretive and everyone speculating. That's what it leads to speculation. This was bought for, this was paid for. Well, this right. person, you know, there's all this stuff, and then no one really knows what's really going on. There just needs to be more transparency. There just needs to be, but first and foremost, I think just access, let everyone have access to stuff because even if someone only has five viewers, who cares that they get a chance to talk about it day one like everyone else, everyone's on equal footing. That will lead to a lot of the things you want to see, Sophia, which is like, People will talk about games on so many different levels and so many different perspectives. You'll get such differing opinions about a game that you actually have meaningful discourse. Not all of it will be necessarily meaningful, as you said. Some of you will be on Twitter saying, I liked it, I didn't. But there will be people who will now get to say their piece on this game from their perspective. And I think that's so much more valuable. And I think that's the most fair way to do it and is the better way forward. I just don't like... I don't like the gatekeeping stuff, especially someone who's in, the, this is what we do. I, I never have liked, it. it's never sat well with me. I have a very yeah. more of a rebel mentality when it comes to this. So it's like, I wanna see, the, I would like to see the system burn down. Like it needs to go.
2: Yeah. And I mean, also sometimes, you know, when it comes to that kind of uh, streamers getting games before journalists and stuff, Like, if you give me a Left 4 Dead 3, I will love it no matter what. It's not going to be an objective review. I'm going to sit there and be like, oh, my God, I waited so many years. Like, that's the problem, too. It's like, it it feels like beyond. It's funny that people say that, like, the press is sponsored by games people. when it, it, It will feel the opposite. When you give someone, you know, if they're famous for streaming a certain type of game, and you give them that certain type of game, which is what happens, obviously. They won't, you know they won't give someone who streams, you know, CSGO The Sims, like, what are they gonna, you know, and, and, and so it's like, they're gonna love it. It's gonna be free advertising, right? But that's advertising. And yeah, I know, I guess I'm like, traditional, and I value journalism. And yeah, the game's journalism word is just, it's problematic sometimes, and dumb sometimes, and great sometimes. Uh, I just like, yeah, I like to hear different opinions on different things. And having an adult conversation, which doesn't include yelling at each other and saying, no, you don't understand anything, games, and you know, but sometimes that can just happen between journalists, because that's the world we live in now, where it's like, I, sometimes I just wanna read or two reviews that differ in uh, opinion, and it's not just two people yelling at each other on Twitter, and games are not gonna get better if it's just people yelling at each other on Twitter. And yeah, I do hope that we could just have everyone live in peace, Everyone gets to play. Everyone gets to have an opinion, and uh, but also let's burn everything down. Just everything is garbage, so let's just trash everything. Let's just, <laughs> just trash everything. Let's just play Animal Crossing all day, and and that's the only thing that matters. Am I right? That's half a joke. I'm that's with half you. a joke. I'm with half you. a joke. Yeah.
1: I live in I live in I live in Minecraft now. It's nice to live in a fantasy
2: world, for sure. I I, I just killed the dragon, and life is good. I know. I just want to, I just wanna, it's funny because I, I I booted up GTA the other day just to feel like I still live in LA, <laughs> which is, by the way, a game I would love for the Switch to have. Did it's you move? GTA Did pie. you move away from LA? No, I just, I don't feel, I don't see it, you know, I'm just sitting yeah, here. Yeah, not driving around. And and I'm, stuff. Not, I'm yeah. not seeing anything except for Whole Foods. So it's like, I was like, I'm going to drive around, I'm going to go to the beach, I'm going go uh, to, you know, for the observatory. It felt very strange. It felt like back when I lived in Norway and would play it and be like, "Wow, I wish I could live there." And I'm like, "Do I live here? It doesn't feel like it one bit."
0: No, but, you mentioned uh, yeah. something though, Sophia. You mentioned mm-hmm. where why why isn't GTA I and mean, GTA 5 isn't on Switch. With all mm-hmm. well with all this going on here, I want to talk I want to talk about like some like game announcements that have not happened and what games we want to see because despite the new format that we're doing for this summer, uh, Nintendo has been sitting mostly on the sidelines for a lot of this. They did do They've done a few things. I think most normally was the Paper Mario, uh, the Origami King. They've been dropping these trailers. They did a Treehouse Live earlier today. Um, they did announce a new game. Uh, it was not what everyone thought. That's all I'm going to say on that matter. <laughs> uh, maybe there's some uh, growing pains and you know, I mean, still needs to learn about managing expectations. But regardless of that, we don't really know what's coming out. After Paper Mario comes out at the end of ne- next Friday, July 17th, uh, what, we don't have anything on the horizon for Nintendo, and especially the first-party lineup. So, with all these new con- the the new consoles coming out, supposedly at the end of the year, what is Nintendo doing? So, my question to you is, what would like, what are the games you want to see come to Switch? And are there any games you think may need to come to Switch with uh, what's coming up from their comp- their competition?
1: When was when is uh, Breath of the Wild scheduled to come out?
0: it has no date and <laughs> they've literally showed it at last e3 and that has been it uh, I want we have it, not seen it since i want it
1: so bad i want it so bad.
0: i'm with you <laughs> uh there have been so there's been a lot of speculation there was a uh, a miss uh, a lot of outlets uh, incorrectly reported on a uh, spanish voice actors on a podcast uh gave a, an update on development and a lot of the english uh, outlets uh, misunderstood what was being said and jumped to the conclusion incorrectly that VO voice work had been completed for the game in Spanish, which would mean ma- because audio design and sound work is done towards the end of development. So people thought it's m- pretty close. They had to put out a statement. The podcast had to put out a statement saying, uh, "You guys got that wrong. That is not what was said. You got it wrong." Like this type of stuff, you jump to conclusion like this puts voice actors in jeopardy because. Nintendo might think, did they just leak stuff? Did they just say something you weren't supposed to say? Like, you got to be careful of that. So, that's a whole thing. Where, like, there's no Nintendo news, is also leading to a lot of speculation and rumors. That's probably the most rampant it's been running and in mm-hmm. the recent years since Smash, the lead up to Smash Brothers, probably the last time I've seen rumors get this crazy about stuff and so rampant. But at the same time, yes, Jess, we don't know when it's coming out. And a lot of people are like, it's, how long has it been in development now? It's supposed to be a direct sequel. How how long does this really get? Like their questions, like even with COVID, they're like, it's been three years since the last one came out. We can we get another update? Yeah, these questions are just need to be. I think are being asked a lot now, Jess.
1: Well, because I mean, when it gets here, just like Animal Crossing, right? It, when it gets here, it will be here, and and everything. Even everyone was talking about was talking about how long the pandemic felt, right? A, a day felt like a week, but now here we are. You know, three months, four months later, and time flies. That doesn't mean I honestly think about Breath of the Wild too twice a week, if not more. I'm always like, because I look at it on my switch, I don't want to go back. I, I give a lot of credit to people who could go play that game again. And you know what? In maybe like two years, I may want to, you know. Like restart it all, cause it's a fucking great game. And how many times did you play Ocarina of Time? Like a lot. And that's actually, to answer your question, I want that, I want all the Zelda labels, like available. I want, you know, Majora's Mask, Hmm. I want Ocarina of Time, and I want it, I want like a, not a reboot, but I want it to be like Final Fantasy, where it's, but if, but if they can't even do Breath of the Wild, we're not even gonna get those. That's not a priority to them
0: yeah we talked about on a previous episode we talked about both mario one uh and zelda the dress zelda next year's its 35th anniversary so you're talking about like bringing back the older games in some capacity potentially even like a, an update to one of the older ones that uh yeah like there's but there's been no discussion we just assume oh next year there might be this like one of the biggest rumors for what Nintendo might be doing for this year is the Mario 35th anniversary. A bunch of outlets reported a few months ago that Nintendo, originally at E3, was going to do a giant segment on the 35th anniversary of Mario, talking about like the theme park opening, because that was right. supposed to happen. That got pushed back a year. The Mario movie, they're going to give an update to that. And then all this 3D Mario collection, like remasters of Mario 64, Galaxy... Uh, a port of Super Mario 3D World from Wii U to Switch since, you know, all those Wii U games are getting a second chance on a, a better platform. That was everyone's so sure of that we haven't heard a, a, a peep from Nintendo. We don't even confirm it exists. And that's something, you know, that I think that's even enough to get people excited. I'd love to hear about that. Just you were just saying that, and I'm like, I want it all. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, I, I feel like that's a good answer. It's just we're just, just not saying anything. And it's like the questions in my mind is like, when are we going to, when's the next update going to be? When are we going to hear about the next game? And uh, uh, it gives me a lot of anxiety. This, I, yeah. If there's one thing about the epidemic, I hate <laughs> having this lack of information for so long. It's just like, know, like well, as you said, yeah.
1: And that's my, no, I'm feeling the same thing. I'm sorry to cut you off. I want, like my question to you, especially as someone who's in the gaming industry so heavily, what, how does Nintendo benefit from not being transparent?
0: So the only, uh, this is weird. I, I mean, the one thing I could say is that Nintendo is a company that's a very much about controlling the message. I mean, all companies want to make themselves look good. Nintendo is extremely cognizant of that. Uh, there, are in, there are a lot of documented instances in the past where like, they want to be in full control of almost all aspects of their game, even how the community handles it. They are one of the most aggressive companies when it comes to enforcing their intellectual property laws you see western companies who embrace fan mods fan projects stuff like that nintendo has done that at some points but like we just saw like people make like rom hacks of games nintendo goes after all these projects because they that, 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 that's just their mo they don't like a lot of this stuff they want to, like, they're like they like they could be perceived as we're being okay with this and that, that that's just one of the things about them I, I think the only other company that's ever approached this level in the past has been square so square enix has had some draconian uh, things about them, but they've they, more I think SquareX has grown out of a lot of those compared to Nintendo. Nintendo still clings to a lot of these weird things that are uniquely Nintendo. It's just the way they do business. And like they've been successful. So they don't really have any incentive, incentive to change. To be yeah.
1: different. They're
0: they're they're all about protecting their brand, their value. This is why they don't do a lot of price cuts. This is why they don't do a lot of sales because they're like, they're like the Disney of video games. They, they, they do all this to protect their brand. We were even joking on the Easy Allies podcast uh, that we recorded yesterday about the concept of a Nintendo Vault like a Disney vault, where this is why they're not releasing some of these older games, Jess, is because they want to vault them and bring them back in limited time to Fuckers. make them like...
1: Fuckers. Because uh, my... you know what? <laughs> we're going to buy it. Everyone bought Link's Awakening. Yep. Everyone fucking liked it. And we all bought the SNES you know, download pack and the Nintendo. We all want it. So yeah, I, I it's funny because I was going to compare it to Disney earlier when you guys were talking about something, but but the quality is there the uh, whether it's nostalgic and we're indoctrinated and because we played since we were kids but 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 you're but it does feel like when i'm playing a game it's worth 60 dollars and if it's less i i you do start to question things i think
0: so my question back to both of you then is like we like we talked about like why nintendo's maybe like secretive like why they aren't like being like when they're just announcing hey we have a direct and stuff like we could spend a lot of time guessing about that. I think that's a little bit more futile because it, Nintendo's history. My question is like, what do you like game wise? What do you want to see? Is there like a game besides You talk about breath of wild sequel. Is there anything else that comes to mind that you think a could come out this year and be like, like one of the big questions is what's their big holiday title. There's always like a big holiday title for this company. We usually know about it by now with the with Sony Microsoft. We understand that. Oh, they're still revealing their plans. We at least know about uh, Halo Infinite for for Microsoft. We'll probably hear about one of Sony's ones coming up uh, when they probably do a second event. But Nintendo's like, what do you have? If it's not Breath of the Wild, what could it be? Uh, yeah, no keep
1: clue. talking. I need water, and sure. and I'm just gonna mute myself, but I can hear. Sure. You. Um,
2: yeah. No, I I have no clue. I have a list of games. Well, what that do you I want to see?
0: Yeah. What do you want to so, see happen then?
2: There are some just nostalgic. Hey. games that yes that probably are terrible but it's funny that the first thing I thought about when I heard that was like uh, the Walt Disney World Magical Racing Tour game it came out for like the Game Boy and the Dreamcast and the PlayStation I had for the Game Boy and the PlayStation it's pretty bad but okay. I had fun with it so it's a racing game and you're racing through like the attractions at Disney World. So like okay. uh, like uh, Big Thunder Mountain and Haunted Mansion. And you're like Chippendale, Jiminy Cricket is there and then a couple others. It's just the mood of like yeah. driving a race car in like Haunted Mansion trying to find pieces because Chippendale <laughs> like broke, broke all the attractions or something. Of course. That type of stuff would be perfect for the Switch. Just a cute little racing game with some Disney characters. Like why isn't stuff like that? Also like I knew there was... A teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, right?
0: There have been several. What yeah, or been... platform? Or... for Switch? For Switch. Uh, was maybe. I think? I forget. Well,
2: I They're... like follow the Foot Clan, and that's just because. Oh I grew yeah, up with it. that was
0: the Game Boy and one, right?
2: That music is lit. Holy crap! That soundtrack is still like one of my favorites. It's a side scroller. It's nothing big, but it would be a nice, fun little, you know, retro thing to have. I think of big games. Uh. The first one, like I like a lot of open world stuff. So GTA I mentioned, uh, something like Far Cry Three would be great. That's my favorite Far Cry. I think that would be really fun. Or like, like Batman: Arkham City. Maybe was that on the Wii U? Yeah, like, Wii
0: something it, like that, that? there. There, there. Wii U had those games. I think the problem was yeah. th- there were a lot of problems with Wii U. But with Switch, it is a, di- it is a different story. As you're, uh, we yeah. are seeing games, back catalog style games, getting put on Switch. Uh, but besides it just being a wildly more successful platform than the Wii U, I think mm-hmm. publishers are being a little bit better with their selection of games. It's like, yeah. this is the perfect game for this time. Like, Capcom has been doing a pretty good job of this, of putting out, here's the whole Resident Evil catalog right now, and it's like right ahead of like a new Resident Evil game coming out, so that's a really good time for it. Or, you know, a different publisher putting out uh, their, their, their whatever catalog of games. I do think they're still going to be for quite a while, even going into early part of the next generation there'll still be demand on switch to uh, sorry the borderlands collection i think was the one i was yeah. thinking about for came to switch there is going to be a demand for games from last gen to this gen uh, finally especially this gen style games m- maybe finally making their appearance on switch uh, at some point because the portable nature of it i think there's just like a lot of people who will be willing to play games on switch as long as it runs pretty well uh, I think yeah. there's certain games that will be beyond the reach of the Switch, no matter what, with its current iterations. But yeah. there's definitely a, still a good amount of games out there. It's just, and I understand these are games that will do well and you'd like to see. Uh, my mm-hmm. question will always be, what is, like, how long can you rely on this? Can they go on this strategy forever if they don't have a lot of new games coming out? And, like, where A, a and B, where are the new games? Like, where are these games that are in development? Yeah. Because, sorry to wrap this point up. They did say that the while the pandemic is a serious issue for them, they had to find a way to establish uh, good working uh, conditions and a new uh, work working pipeline. Uh, they actually have said that none of their products are actually technically delayed by it yet. I mean, they haven't announced a lot of new projects, if any. So
1: they, it doesn't matter, right? It <laughs> doesn't
0: matter, but at the same time, people are going to start saying, so where are these new projects that you were alluding to? Can we hear about them? You know, that's the question.
1: Well, then let's take all the clues that like we've had this whole time, right? That you, you've been talking about. They're questioning whether direct works or not. So they're in like talks of that. You have all the other places, like they're basically watching all the other major competitors give out what they're doing so that they can change their languaging depending on how they want to and you're right too i think like having to delay like serious things that they were looking forward to like mario land and stuff or nintendo land or whatever plays a factor they probably are just making an insane package and just aren't ready to deliver it
2: i hope
0: so i hope i hope it's a for the mario thing i hope it's a collection i hope it's this fantastic collection that all comes. i mean. It'd be nice if it came out one, all at once. Like, it'd be piecemeal. Nintendo's more known for not doing collections and putting everything separate. But I mean, if they go like back to back to back, I mean that's that's just as exciting to me as well. Um, I just yeah, I I hope they have that announcement coming. But as you said, uh, I think what you're getting a uh, thing that can be taken from your point, Jess, about the Nintendo Directs. I think they are for the immediate future. Definitely going in favor of doing individual solid announcements instead of like here's a direct with a series of announcements about a bunch of games. Today we're just gonna be talking about this game or this collection, like right. the Mario collection. I think that's the most realistic thing to expect next from them.
1: I see. So yeah, we're not gonna like you're not, we're not gonna get an hour long trailer on Twitch. We're gonna
0: get,
1: uh, and that's a smart way to stay in the news too. If that's what they're really preparing for, which again, so much of this is speculation. I really didn't realize how uh tr- uh opaque
2: they were, but it makes so much sense, you know. Like, I mean I wonder too if like sorry to interrupt you, but like no, ever like so many like people hate game delays. And so when people when games are, you know, this is our release date and whenever they get pushed back, you know, companies get yelled at. I wonder if it's a strategy from Nintendo to be like, we're not gonna give a release date. So we don't have to get all the feedback okay. of, like, oh, we pushed it back. No bad whatever. press. You, yeah. you, I think yeah. you're definitely
0: right on that, Sophia, especially right now. Paper Mario, yeah. the new Paper Mario was announced, like, uh, what was it? A End month of, ago? Uh, uh, Yeah, like, maybe just over, slightly over a month ago. That's yeah. one of the shortest lead times for, like, one of their AAA games in a long time. So mm. I don't want to be, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to say, like, even a, a Breath of the Wild sequel. There's only like a month or two lead time between the next update to it. It's like, hey, it's coming out in like a month or two.
1: Because you know what? Uh, Because they know it's ready. It doesn't matter. We're just going to buy it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter whether we have 12 months to buy it or if it's Christmas. Like, this is where everything is this right now. Everything is median. So they could drop it at night and not say anything. And then it'll have 60 million sales. It just will.
0: The thing I was going to say earlier, too, is uh, to give it a, a little bit of insight, not to be that, how they're entirely opaque, but a little bit of transparency. is we did get to see behind the veil today, they did a treehouse live. Right, this right, is something right. they typically do at E3 to give extended looks at the games that they just announced. And this was for Paper Mario, The Origami King. They did it remotely, so they are not working in their office yet again. So some other publishers we've seen, they'll send a small crew to the office to shoot some of this stuff. They were not doing this at Nintendo. And they were working within the limitations of the technology that people had at their their places of residence. There was like some crosstalk issues. There was some like, oh, the timing wasn't right because they're probably watching it on a bit of a delay. They, they did, At the top, they said, hey, please excuse us because this is the first time we're trying this. Wow. And I think there's still an adjustment period for this. And they're still in that. I think today she highlighted why we probably haven't gotten a direct and why direct might be a little bit difficult for them in the, in the current situation. It gave a face to the problem. It made yes. it a little bit more tangible, I think. And I think today showed that maybe we should be, people should maybe back off a little bit on being so harsh on Nintendo for like delivering uh like the older style of things and accept that like the, the shadow drops, I mean, I still don't like the shadow drops, but these more focused things, like these singular trailers coming out instead of a broad presentation is probably all they can really manage right now without effect, like radically delaying things or severely compromising quality of something.
1: I, th- I think about it where, I, you know, it's really easy. I think it's really important that you're saying that because it, it, this is your job, right? Is to speculate, to talk about what you love and you do it so wonderfully. And so it's really nice also just to talk with like three, two fellow, you know, Nintendo lovers. But I don't, I forget that the problems I have humaning is the same problems other humans have like the motivation to get up the motivation to take your trash outside the motivation to wash your hair everyone is dealing with uh quarantine in a whole in a different way and and giving you want someone to give you that space to grow and like take the time you need and and the same is going to be true for businesses that we love
2: yeah I mean, yeah, I agree. I think that I, I'm not expect. I mean, here's the thing, like, I'm happy with animal crossings. I don't need any game. I, I mean, a yeah. lot of other people, I know, I know. I'm like, Oh my I'm God. God <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> but you know, so for me, it's like, not just that, but you know, I've had my rough days at work just, just- complete burnout and so I can't imagine how a lot of other people feel especially in the gaming industry where yeah people get angry if you're a day delayed (gasps) and we're talking oh my
1: god we don't need to talk about it but we're talking about toxic fan
2: base like and just every worker being overworked and crunch and you know I I just I would rather like have a game be five months late then know that I'm playing a game where someone had to sit in their office for twelve plus hours a day to make this happen. And like, I'm with you, Damiani.
1: Would... I, I would be experiencing more anxiety if I knew that Breath of the Wild was supposed to be out by September, but they pushed it five months. Like I'd be like, "Fuck that!" Oh yeah, that
0: was on the table. Yeah. So I I, I uh, tell me how you, what you think about this one uh, way to maybe help with messaging from Nintendo's perspective. That an idea I, I can come up with here is. Obviously they don't want to give dates or stuff that potentially could push back. I'm kind of curious about like, like specifically Breath of the Wall too. I'm uh, kind of surprising they have not at least said it's not coming out this year because that now get like, if they don't say anything one way or the other, there's still that yeah. hope of there's still a chance it could come out. I, I kind of wish that they knew if they did, if they knew definitively now I wish they'd come out and just say, Hey, Breath of the Wild is not coming out this year. We just want to let you know we can't wait to share more about this game. Right, but right, right, we right. just want to tell you it's not coming out this year. Just to, they, They've seen that lately they're trying to be a little bit more transparent. They said, like, today they had a new game announcement from WayForward. When they announced that initially that it was going to be tacked onto the Treehouse Live, that's all they said. WayForward is announcing a brand new game after we do this Treehouse Live. Immediately everyone thought... Oh, they're working on a Nintendo IP because why would it be a Nintendo Treehouse? This must be like a new Metroid or something. Right. Like something like a new Wario Land. They had to immediately within minutes follow up and say, by the way, this is not a Nintendo IP. They're working on something that's not Nintendo. So manage your expectations. This also happened last year with the final Smash character reveal, the first pass, after four big third-party like home run characters that were like pie in the sky dream characters. They finished up with the fire emblem character which the game notoriously has a lot of fire emblem representation. <laughs> they got a little bit of backlash for that. So with the first character of the next season of characters essentially, they came out in front of it and said, "By the way, the first character is from Arms." And so just keep your expectation to check that we don't want you to we don't want this month of speculating who it could be because it's going to get out of control. I think they're starting." I mean I do think there's really no way to win that fight. There's always going to be yeah. people who we saw today. It happened yeah. today with this. But at the same time I think they're starting to learn to care a little bit more and be more cognizant of what people are thinking about this and I think there might be some things they could say that help manage expectations in some manner to the best of their ability.
1: The louder people are on the internet, I hate to say it, the the more they'll respond. So of course that kind of backlash from a botch like that is they're gonna realize they gotta get ahead of that. If you don't have enough people screaming about Breath of the Wild, th- there's no incentive for them to say it very much, because we're gonna buy it anyway. Um, I but again, I don't love that about our culture, but we but our culture
2: is an angry one. Oh, absolutely. I mean it's a loose loose situation. You don't have yeah. a release date, people are gonna be mad. You say it won't be released this year, people are gonna be mad. It's just That's it's true. just not a win, like just burn it all. That's uh, a, <laughs> that's my end game. Yeah, end. you are and you know what? now. I know. That, that's why I, I haven't played enough Animal Crossing today to like <laughs> go over my rage <laughs> with the world. I just need to play a couple hours. <laughs> I'm like, the world is lovely. I'm excited about life again. But then get the- switch in this girl's hand.
0: Yeah. Oh no. I, I, right I feel like what you both just argued, or the point you, you both just made here, I think this is why Nintendo is secretive like it is. They can't, no matter, even with the idea I came up with, it's going to be flawed. The best, mm-hmm. honestly, they probably realized a while ago, the best course of action is to stay silent. Yeah. We'll say things yeah. when we're ready to talk about them because anything we do say is just going to be under like one of the like harshest mic- uh, microscopes for scrutiny possible. I yep. guess it's how, r- lack of a better word, rabid Nintendo fans get about the, the company, for better That's or worse. That's any
2: fans, though. That's any gaming fans. like, how dare you, company, not give me my game? But it
1: does protect the, the youth of Nintendo in some ways, because let's face it, it's a company that does excellent for adults and children. And by reducing the potential of vitriol does keep it fun and easy for kids too.
2: Yeah. They got a lot of
1: factors to consider, I'm sure.
2: There aren't a lot of games for kids anymore, I feel like. I kept thinking about the other day, like what games are there for kids? We
1: just don't know them because they're not our titles. I mean, that although sense. speaking of that, yeah. uh, I want, I, it's like the world has forgotten about Banjo-Kazooie. And what? It's a, it no, we,
0: no, we haven't. What? No. Why yeah. isn't
1: there a new title? Everyone's like, speaking, that's Bandicoot. not the
0: world. That's, that's Mike. That's rare. Microsoft. That, that, uh, that's some behind the scenes. Banjo did come to smash. It, it, they they didn't, they did make they gave, that happen. They, they gave us hope. Banjo came to smash Brothers. the Banjo-Kazooie uh, was revealed uh, for smash brothers uh, the rumor for a long time, a lot of like speculation it happened, maybe anything's possible. But as you said, in terms of like a new game in the series, that has been like I, I, we talked about what we wanted on the Easy Allies podcast in the past. We talked about what we want to see from the Microsoft event coming up. Like, someone asked us a question, love and respect. What would make you give it an A in your mind, especially after the Sony press conference? You were so high on uh, riding high on that after the PS5 event. What would make you feel so good about Microsoft event? I was like, listening to Listing stuff, and at the end, I said, Also, on top of all this crazy stuff, uh, new Banjo Kazooie platformer. I was like, Where is it? I want this. It's like, I absolutely do want an uh, excellent Banjo Kazooie platformer. It's gonna come out on a Microsoft
1: Nintendo title. Oh,
0: because because uh, Rare, the company that developed that got sold, bought by Microsoft, remember that they got bought back at the end of the GameCube era after Star Fox Adventures. So, now with Microsoft, despite there being game, there were banjo, uh. Properties that appeared on Nintendo platforms after the fact, but that was courtesy of being licensed over to Nintendo for their use. Yeah. Same thing with, like, uh, Perfect Dark, that that, that old uh, first-person shooter game. Um, Like, a lot of Rare's games have a lot of following, but, like, Banjo-Kazooie especially is one that gets – spoken about in such high regard and rightly so and i, I people can't like,
1: believe because of how excellent even just the first one was storytelling wise world wise the fact that there hasn't been one again is crazy there's banjo kazooie 2 which i don't think i ever played
0: well banjo Tooie, um Banjo-Tooie. yeah it's it, it gets uh, it gets better after you get off over the initial hurdle like it's it goes a little too far like the, the opening of the game's is kind of rough it turns off a lot of people, and then they made nuts and bolts for Xbox 360. That weird build—it was like not a platformer and nothing. It was just a totally different type of game. And I, well, some people loved it for what it was. It was not a platformer, and right, I think people right. wanted that. And if you are just for your uh, information, Jess, if you are curious and checking out a Banjo Kazooie-like 3D platformer that came out recently. Some of the core members that worked at Rare at the time for Banjo Kazooie went on to make a a studio called Playtonic, uh, and they made a game called Ukulele that came out a few years ago. That is a three D platform that's supposed to be a spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie. If you want to check that, out.
1: I definitely will because I, I and I just want to play Banjo Kazooie. So that's like a title I want them to like. I want to play the old one, you know. So like, bring that title back even if it's just refurbished but i'm with you i will check that out good to know
0: yeah i mean bringing back classic games is definitely a thing for for those i mean there's obviously wrap up this type Oh, what we might want to see what they should see besides breath of wild sequel I acknowledge like they've announced metroid Prime point four we know retro studios is back working on it we've seen jack shit about it you're not seeing anything about it this year like it's like the probably the least likely game to showcase anytime soon but i mean that is somewhere uh there's a game announced called bayonetta 3 uh that is highly anticipated uh from platinum games the we only saw a teaser at the game awards forever ago we have not seen that game since as well it so we we know a few games that are officially announced that i think people are expecting but they're probably unlikely for this year there has we have to imagine whatever they're working on is just an unknown at this point and I think unknowns are pretty exciting too. It's like, what can Nintendo surprise us with? What is this game that every, they know everyone's going to want to play this holiday, and we just haven't figured it out? Like that's, I, I'm excited to see what that is. I just, I, I but I do hope there is something, even yeah. if it's a collection, a retro collection, just like something Kong? to put out in the last half of this year besides Paper Mario. And
2: have Donkey Kong coming out now, pretty soon. oh,
0: for the Super Nintendo, yeah, they found that thing they. Forget about every few months and then randomly add a, a game to that's a pretty wow. good game to add to that collection. That's a
2: very good, that's like it's an excellent game. my attention, yeah. That's the one where I but was that's like, something
0: what's... they've also fallen behind on. They haven't oh, really yeah. been adding games to that, even if they don't. That's a service that if you are a Nintendo online subscriber, you just get immediate access to that. So you're already paying yeah. a monthly fee, even if they don't see the value in that. I'm surprised they just don't add more games to their eShop to buy piecemeal. So yeah. many games that could be on there. We're seeing other publishers do it, but Nintendo—it's but kind of Nintendo surprising. did
1: it for the Wii, the initial week, like yeah,
0: they
1: have the capability of doing it, and so this is kind of ties back to your idea about Disney. They're just like vaulting it, like you mm-hmm. know what? We have all of these digitally already. We're just not going to give it to you,
0: yeah. Uh I'm I know. I, I, yeah, it's just with with Microsoft and Sony finally being so vocal, with news ramping up about what they're doing, you'd think that Nintendo would finally feel, even if they don't view them as their competitions they love to say, you'd think logically they need to have something prepared probably for this holiday that they're gonna get ready to talk about sometime, right? It, it, like you're just gonna let Microsoft Sony just run away with the conversation for the rest of the year? I mean it, I mean, yes, Animal Crossing sold a lot, and as you said, Sophie, you like there are people like you would be very content just playing Animal Crossing the rest of the year, and Switch is doing phenomenally. Like they're doing well sales-wise. But at the same time, can they really just rest on that for for the remainder of the year? I think there's I think gonna be really a point where it. they're gonna see a diminishing return if that really is their strategy.
1: I think you're gonna see. Um, a major announcement probably around August or when like this weather changes. Like, cause people mm. are, it's just, we're so stuck right now that I think they're banking on a lot of us not feeling like anything is happening. And you know, it's, it, I was wearing a jacket last time I went outside and now I would need to wear a bathing suit. So it I'm sure there's, an, I think you'll see around August or September as like TV shows start to pick back up and you know, there'll probably be something around then. We'll know more. I hope. That's my guess.
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I I personally believe within the next thirty to sixty days they they'll have something. Something. Be have something to. from them. They
1: have to. I think you brought up a. Yeah. You made a really good argument that even though they're gonna always do well, they have to at this point.
0: I, I think they're just personally. If you were, if I was forced to give a best guess. Paper Mario's coming out next week. I think just letting Paper Mario have its time. Like, anything else they it's announced insane. would detract from that game right now.
1: Yes.
0: And with the current situation, there's no, there's no incentive to announce something right now. Just wait. Like, what's the difference between announcing something today or waiting two more weeks after Paper Mario's had its moment in the limelight? And then, like, okay, everyone's played it. It's been out for a week. You know, now let's get you excited about the next thing. Like, maybe this is their new strategy is that they focus, they double down on a single game for a few months. And then once it's had its moment, they move on to the next project. That, maybe that could be their new strategy. It worked, they were, it worked so to.
1: well for Animal Crossing, right? And there's and yeah. Let's, and let's even go back further to the beginning of the thing we were talking about. By putting the update slowly, they're keeping us coming back. So they keep us hooked to their Switch. As long as we got the Switch in hand, we're going to get the next game. And so I think you're right. That's a really insightful thought.
0: Uh, yeah, I hope so. And this, uh, except with the exception of last E3... The past few E3s, and Nintendo have been mostly a singular focus on a certain game. Uh, we had Super Mario Odyssey, we had Breath of the Wild that they focused on. Last year, it was like three different games that they mostly focused on: uh, Pokemon, Luigi's Mansion, and it uh, was mostly those two, and then a bevy of other games. But they do seem to like to champion. I think even in the old format, they were. I think they were gravitating towards let's spe- let's focus let's do a specialty uh sorry, specialize in a certain game for which will be and, and a challenge the to
1: them if if both Zelda and Mario are turning 35 next year.
0: Well uh Mario's this year actually. This so year. That's oh, okay. that's why people think the collection's coming out this this I holiday see. is because it's at the very end of it. I, there's been like No rumors about an actual Zelda 35th anniversary, just wishful thinking at this part. I mean, mean, 35th anniversary is happening, but what they're doing for it, if anything, is the wishful thinking part. Right. Yeah.
2: Let's just give me all the games for Christmas, which Mm -hmm. seems like I'll be celebrating alone. (laughs)
0: it's the oh, switch man. it just gives you a pop uh, on christmas day or holiday day for whatever you celebrate it just pops up with the holiday message on that day like just does a stealth update it's just like a special holiday theme boot up just for you just to make everyone smile a little bit if we're, you i know, mean we're you can switch.
2: celebrate your birthday in animal crossing which seems very lovely yeah so i can't wait mine's in december so i'm gonna have to sit sit it out wait a minute but it looks very cozy yeah. And you
0: know, who knows? Well, we're a little bit over the two-hour mark, which is on the long end for an episode of Friend Code. Uh, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up there for for this week's episode. Um, first of all, I want to thank our five dollar and up patrons who submitted questions for this week's episode of Friend Code. If you are a $5 and up patron, you can submit questions for consideration for each episode of Friend Code. The week we were recording, I will make a post calling for your submissions. So thank you to everyone who submitted for that. Also, generally, $5 and up tier is part of the early access tier. You get episodes of many of our shows and podcasts, including this one, usually uh, early um we're we're recording a little bit later this week so you're gonna get it uh there will be no early access for this episode so i do apologize for that but generally we do have that episodes usually go up a day or two before uh they go up on friday for the public so thank you everyone who uh supports the show either as being part of the early access here or whether you watch it publicly on youtube when it goes up um i need to look up our shout outs for the month of the for this month real quick while I'm waiting for that, uh, I want to give both of you an opportunity to maybe uh, talk about anything that you'd like to talk about in terms of, like, anything you've been working on or any projects like that or anything you'd like to call attention to before uh, we wrap up here.
2: You, you
1: first, Sophia.
2: Oh, uh, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> at it's Sophia H. Not a lot of stuff going on here. I'm working no. on Animal Crossing thing. You can have people totally. come to your island. Don't. Uh, you, will Not you, yet. Will you have another update on your island? Probably. Like, where people will Probably. come and check it out. It just needs to get done. I so can't. I guess. Stay tuned. It looks a lot better than. Oh my God. I well, no. loved what you did, though. Thank you, but no. Okay. Oh no, it's way well, better. That's. You're telling everyone. That's, that's, that's a trash island. T- <laughs> Trash. That I, island was garbage. Wow. Yeah, it just burn it. No, I'm just kidding. I was proud of that, but it's it's a lot of change. So so much time, right? Yeah, 500 hours, baby. But uh, yeah, that's the project I have.
1: Uh I am a streamer now. <laughs> I, uh, I'm on Jessica Nerdy is my channel, uh, and I'm also streaming with Ripley Improv, which you know Amanda's part of. Uh, So there's different things any given day. We're reading Dune, we're in the second book of Dune. Um, I'm also doing Minecraft crap. Uh, And then Ripley will be announcing in one month's time a new genre that will be performed on Twitch. That is very exciting, so I I will titillate you. But if you guys wanna hang out with me, uh, follow me on my Twitter and ask me for a Discord and we can chat and be, you know, friend code friends
2: i want your discord yeah
1: yeah yeah! it's super
2: fun mm-hmm. very
0: sense. video game style of you just to an, do an announcement of an announcement <laughs> that.
2: oh that's
1: so true it's better not, it's better than not <laughs> um,
0: it, but it was a good it's a good tease uh that I, was that, like that's, the, a, that's a better tease than what they usually do
2: i like what they did this morning with far cry where it's like it got leaked Oh and yeah! Like a teaser of a teaser, and yo, am I excited? Oh, that's why I hoped that they would be like the backlog for Switch. Let's go.
0: At least be... you didn't do a countdown to the announcement of an announcement. Oh, those God, are the worst, I so. and uh, I don't like those. I have our, I uh, uh, have our list of uh outs for the month of July for Easy Allies. These are two hundred fifty dollar and up patrons who support us, and uh, for this month we have uh. We have, uh, let me expand this because we cut off the name. I apologize. So I'm going to give shout outs to uh, Delissi.
1: Delissi. Yeah.
0: El Thanis.
1: El Thanis.
0: Black Lives Matter.
1: Black Lives Matter.
0: Caleb Crawford.
1: Caleb Crawford.
0: And Greg the Dark Knight Kettering. Thank you to all of you. Shout out.
1: Shout out. Thank you. Yeah. That last one was a really long one.
0: Yeah, well, they don't have their nicknames on here, but they've been so long. So actually, Caleb's Caleb's nickname is Togi. Caleb Togi Crawford. Greg did Dark Knight catering. They've just been around forever. So is our. Uh, it's actually Jesse Blue who gives our uh, who uses their space to call attention to Black Lives Matter. So very noble of them to do that. Love and Jesse so, Blue. Yeah. You, so thank you to our five uh, patron. Or shout out to your patrons. If you didn't catch the announcement in the Easy Allies podcast. I believe we actually expanded it. We upped the amount of slots because they've, they've always been full. It's like no one's been able to get in for a while. I think this is the first time we even had one person switch in a long time. Uh, we decided to up it up to give more people a chance to do that. So you can check that out if you want as well. And uh, I want to thank both of you. Uh, usually I thank you after the, the giving uh, where people can check you out. But thank you both of you for joining me for two hours of discussion. Normally I keep friend code to like about 75 to 90 minutes. But the last two of just like, I felt like, there's a lot to be said and uh we I'm don't not...
2: talk to people
0: we yeah don't talk.
2: this is the first time i'm talking to people in so long
0: yeah I, also, I don't have so a nice problem to get with to it
1: see your brain on nintendo too because you have such a thoughtful approach to this and and a love for it so it's kind of fun to talk about it
0: thank you i'm i'm really glad i uh, i've been doing a lot of guests lately um just because uh whatever like we get asked a lot why we don't do more guests on our shows and this uh for whatever reason uh everyone's has been very generous to be like hey we'll, we'll talk about nintendo stuff with you so i was like i want to like let's just keep doing this This like a lot of people like this and stuff and the there have been asked for you know getting uh different opinions different voices on here and stuff but I mean the same thing is like I've had Sophia on here for several times now and it's always a blast to have Sophia on. I know we talked before Jess, I was like, man, I just completely forgot about Jess. I'm kind of a jerk about that. I did I was like, how long ago was that? I was like, man, I'm I like, but a like, part of it was a pandemic. It's like it was only a month of, oh shit. It's been like four months. I was like, Yeah, that's not cool. And like, I told you, like,
1: I trusted it. I knew we would get there. And here we are. And it's been as glorious as I knew it would be. So it's I'm been always,
0: awesome. I'm always hesitant at having too many people on. Like I I've, I've see some Zoom, uh, like some podcasts have like nine people, eight. Not, I mean, easy allies to a lot of people. I like, I actually see these live streams of these discussions. I have like, looks like freaking Hollywood Squares style. I'm just like, how do you have that many people talking? I'd love to just get like as many people on, but I'm always afraid it would be here for 10 hours or not everyone would get it. So I like to keep it a little smaller and intimate, but it's like, I'm definitely gonna try and like keep everyone coming back in terms of guests. So well, like, I'll, I'll be better concerned. on myself to like not wait so many months to have both of you on again and uh, some of our more recent guests as well. Uh, definitely expect to see a lot of these the, our, our, these faces come back because I, I I love talking about Nintendo. I love talking about with all this of uh, all of you. It's really fun, and uh, yeah, um, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. But yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining me and spending this time with me. And uh, until next time, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce.